0: Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. Uh, you can't think that Marvel sucks. Like, this is our 33rd episode. Yeah. Maybe 34th? 35th? Uh-huh. Maybe 70th. I'm not a counting man. Yeah. Anyway, hit those sweet jams. Great theme. Yeah. Never gets old. We are coming to you live from Jordan's bedroom Mm -hmm. for the very first time. Uh, We had a scheduling conflict, and Mm -hmm. this seemed to be the best way to overcome it. Um, I'm a bit frightened. I've never been in here before. This is a weird new, a whole new world, as Aladdin would say. It'll probably sound completely different. Yeah. No, most likely. Like, our voices will probably be completely changed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're going to give it a shot. We're here. We're willing. Uh, and, you know, this is the most important episode probably today that we've ever done. Yeah. Because the, the Ru- stakes have never been higher. It is true. Or sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> Good pun. Um, the Rousseau brothers today, or not today, probably a couple weeks ago at this point, uh, tweeted a picture of the wrap cake for the Avengers 4. Um. Uh, end of filming, and we have it right here. The convenient thing about Jordan's room is we have a computer right in front of it. We can see in high def the the profiles of these pictures, these people's faces yeah. around the cake. We can see the plates. Um, Jordan, if you wouldn't mind zooming in so our viewers can see. Ah, oh, okay. Let me. Uh, and no, he, it's audio. Oh, you're shitting me. Yeah, no, I <laughs> this whole time. Just realized. Oh my god. <laughs> The, the the cost we've spent on camera crews for every episode. Ugh, they've duped to, us. To just now realize just this. Just now. Ugh. I can't believe that this... So they're not going to be able to see this cake? No. Okay. They're, they're, I guess we're just going to have to describe it very well. How did they watch along I don't when know. we were watching Fantastic Four? I can't Four. believe I didn't get... Especially when we were fast-forwarding and well, they knew all the fast-forward key. That was so clearly supposed to be visual. Oh, and not how, they absolutely. Not a single listener mentioned it. No. No one. What? No one mentioned it. Um but Sheet. hey before we dive into this cake, why don't we why don't we uh you know we hit the brakes on Marvel a little real yeah, quick. Yeah, uh, yes. we got some background talking to do. Yeah. Um, I watched Itanya last night. Oh, oh, I watched something that uh we you talked about on the okay, last podcast. Okay, wait to interrupt yes. me. Yeah, no, you but, you go ahead. No yeah, no you go ahead just, now. No, it's ruined. All right, we it's, won- it's, I watched Molly's game. How great was Molly's yeah, game. Yeah, I really enjoyed so Molly's game. So good. How do you rank it amongst the rest of Aaron Sorkin's work? Oh. Uh, it's no West Wing, but you just don't have as much like role of West Wing. Well, no, 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 Like, it's you're saying Molly's game is worse than season eight of West Wing. No, <laughs> I'm that's saying what you're saying. The cumulative best moments of all of West Wing in my head obviously <laughs> surpass one a two hour movie. Yeah, it's just <laughs> not fair. You're saying forty hours of television have mm-hmm. more peaks. <laughs> Interesting. But this how was, many hours is that? That's more at, than forty. As a, as a if I was to take any particular two hours of West Wing yeah. compared to Molly's Game. There's no comparison. Molly's Game was better. Yes. Agreed. But, yeah, I mean, it's just the amount of space he had to work with. He I, could I, tell a, a much bigger story. So how do you feel on on that versus the social network? Uh, I like this more than the social network. Way more, or just a little bit more? Or... um, Well, the thing with the social network is it was kind of one of those movies where... Yeah, you don't really have someone to grab onto. Like it wasn't like a, a fun movie. I like, absolutely I wasn't... love The Social Network all the way through. I everything think... about it. Army Hammer plays twins. Come on. Yeah, no, and it's good. It's, <laughs> it's fun. great, I... but it's not the. I don't know. I just i I was more interested in Molly as a character than I was any yes. individual character and in did, Social Network. Did you understand my uh, um, reference to Wolf of Wall Street? Did you get that vibe at all? um it was it was a bit less than Wolf of Wall Street. Of wolf of wall street was just like such an onslaught of debauchery yeah, at the beginning sure it never reached that level no but it, she was a more wholesome character than jordan belfort i mean it was you could definitely feel shades of it in just the the lifestyles that the people in the movie were living like they're just all so rich yes you definitely got that money aspect that you have. And I looked Wall up who uh, Mr X is, or player, or X is, or whatever. You mean Michael Sarah? Yeah, I look. No, I know who Michael <laughs> Sarah was in real uh, life. Oh, I wanted okay. to find out, yeah. and the internet speculated uh-huh. it was one of the members, than none other than the Pussy Posse. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, because it was right around their time. Yeah. I, I really think it was Toby Maguire. Yeah, if I was to cast someone in that role, uh, I bet it. I would I cast thought, Michael Sarah as Toby McGuire. I thought Michael Sarah did really well. He was too. great. He's turning into Jonah Hill. Like he's turning into this older, chubbier dude. Yeah. Which you know, peak Michael Sarah is early Arrested Development when he's like scared of the football and yeah. everything. Well, I like Michael Sarah in anything. I'm a big Michael Sarah fan. Oh yeah, no, he was great in this. Yeah. Um... And I think his character, I mean, his character didn't get closure when he's not supposed to. He's just sort of a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. But I figured that he'd have a bigger role in the rest of the movie, and he sort of just drops off about halfway through. Yeah, but it, I mean, it was a big... It, it he changed was, her life. He she, had a very impactful... It, it, he had a big impact. She had to move 3,000 miles Yes, <laughs> to deal with what his character did. Yes. Um, we won't spoil it for the viewers. Uh, we also won't spoil... Michael Clayton, because, you know, we have mm-hmm. principles when it comes to podcasting. Yeah, so go back to your movie. Um, well, I'm not really done talking about The Social Network, because I really love The Social Network. It yeah. ends with Baby, I'm a Richman by The Beatles. No movies oh. do that. Well, one does. does <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You are a big Beatles fan. I am, yeah. That's... You know. You are. But, yeah, but it's, it's, it's not enough to propel a movie. Jesse Heisenberg. So you, you still say Social Network, Molly's Game? No. It's so close. It is no. so close to my head. I, I have to rewatch Social Network, and I probably have to wait. Because my initial watch of Molly's Game was definitely higher than my initial watch of Social Network. But I've seen Social Network about three times now, and every time I watch it, it is better than the previous time. Yeah. You know what is interesting? is I, Idris Elba's character was super cool. Like, so that dude, cool. Like not only second to Heimdall, performance wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he gave me a thumbs up, folks. Yeah. I, okay, whatever. <laughs> not only is Idris Elba, like tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah. But uh, this character is also like he's like a little uh, modern Atticus Finch. hmm He's just no, a righteous man. Yeah, and he's and he, like like the daughter angle, like he's raising his daughter in sort yeah. of a similar way to how. Um, what's her face with Molly you know and she was like uh, be harder on her yeah. and all that I really like that parallel that was a lot of fun well and it's interesting because Sorkin likes to have these characters that are just good people mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of screenwriters and stuff try to shy away from that yes like 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 Josiah Bartlett in West Wing the president sure he was he's just like a good guy yeah <clears throat> and he has principles and he stands by him that's a lot of the characters in West Wing are like that. But really, all, yeah, that's a good point. All of Aaron Sorkin really, like, because if anyone had doubts about Mark Zuckerberg, he really gave Mark the benefit of the doubt, just like Molly Bloom. Yeah. Like, well, but see, even then, he's, I mean, he's probably not the good guy in that movie as much as Andrew Garfield is. Because Andrew Garfield is, like, the one that doesn't really do anything particularly wrong, he's just taken advantage yeah. of. Yeah. But, so Aaron Sorkin, <coughs> I feel like, sees people in the world as like there are good people and there are bad people. And bad people force the good people into weird situations that they have to deal with. I, I think in his movies, it seems like, especially Jesse Eisenberg, like at the end of that movie, he is trying to make him look like a good guy. And I think that they did the exact same thing for Molly's game. Because the last line in The Social Network, if you remember, mm-hmm. I know you're a big fan, um, is... Karen Filipelli from The Office, Rashida Jones, yeah. uh, looking down at after the court hearing or the settlement or whatever, and saying, "You're not a bad guy. You just think you are," or something to that effect. Yeah. And then he, she walks out, and "Baby, I'm a Baby, You're a Rich Man" starts playing, and I'm yeah. just like, that was a really solid ending." Yeah. So I, 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 just, I think it's just interesting, and we live in very cynical times. Yeah. that that Aaron Aaron Sorkin has never let us down. No, he just... He still believes. He believes there's good in people. Yeah, which is interesting. But I'd like to see him do like a movie on... Someone like real, like a Manson movie or something. Yeah, but there'd still be a character in it, I bet, who's the correct, like who's sure. like this person's right, and they're trying to be good. Well, even the father in Molly's Game, who's sort of like the villain yeah. in a way, um, he sort of had like Aaron Sorkin made him a redeemable character by yeah. the end of it. Well, because that that is a thing that's definitely true is everyone in their head is the good guy yes. of the story. Yeah, and so he he. Li- li- Let's each character at least rationalize their actions. Mm-hmm. Like the father, I mean, I don't think it's, you can really argue that he's a good guy because he did cheat on his wife yes. and he's problematic. Yep. But that character still is trying. Yeah. He has aspirations and to he, be good, at, even if he fails. And at he them. does mention like he's doing his best. Yeah. Like he tried. He failed. He screwed up. Mm-hmm. He's not. He never at any point was like, "I'm right, you're wrong." Yeah. I don't have any faults. Yeah. That's actually. One of the things about like West, <clears throat> West Wing or any uh, of Aaron Sorkin stuff, is he kind of believes that like true good logic and a solid argument mm-hmm. can fight your way out of anything. Yeah, like uh, like there's, uh, but that's just not how people are. No, there, the, you you don't see characters that are just like stubborn and like I'm right, you're yeah. wrong and Sorkin movies it's all or nothing it's all or nothing in today's times everyone no one would just the best thing about Aaron Sorkin his characters can be convinced by his other characters the correct argument works oh my god have you seen any of the newsroom his HBO show no it is stellar the first season especially the second and third are less good I like the third the third was mixed reviews Mm -hmm. Um, first season is definitely it's like West Wing except they can get away with you know premium content because it's HBO yeah. So I definitely recommend you would watch that after the leftovers, of course, obviously. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk a little bit about I, Tanya. Because yeah. Because you sort of just I immediately cut you off yeah. in a big way. Uh huh. Absolutely. Um, so, what to say about this movie? Uh, it wasn't as good as Molly's Game. Um, it was very good. hmm. She, the character Tanya Harding. Mm-hmm. Like in real life, like this story is insane. Yeah, I have no, I have no idea what this movie's about. Would you like no. me to tell you like the, the real yeah. life history? Well, or the, just hit me the hit me with the elevator pitch. Okay, so Tanya Harding in '94 was a female Olympic athlete, come mm-hmm. um, or contesting against the world in the World Olympics or something. Yeah, uh, world world women's figure skating. Okay. she was one of the top. So wait, was it an Olympic event or? It was, was it? an Olympic event. Okay. That this movie, but she was an Olympic athlete. Right. She's but she's white trash, okay, and she was sure. raised white <laughs> trash. And a big part of the movie is like, um, she is or re- er, uh, ice skating is not only skating and talent; it is also performing. Okay. Um, so you have to dress very nicely, which she didn't do, and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's a picture of her. Jordan just pulled up. Yeah. Um, she did these crazy like. So all the other dancers are skating to classical music and yeah. wearing these fancy clothes and she's wearing that uh show it to our viewers if you would. Yeah. Um uh, audio. Oh, it's an audio only podcast. Yeah. Oh my. This How is, are we just now realizing this? Is this is insane. God. Okay. Anyway, um so she wore those clothes um it, for our audience to convey uh pictures into words. Uh-huh. Um she's dressed like She's dressed Honey like Honey Boo Boo. Well, no, she's dressed, dressed like she'd be like rollerblading, I guess, in like a in like a bar or like you know like a, a roller skating, sure. thing, Where you're like drinking beer or whatever. You, sh- like think white trash derby girl. Yeah. Um, so. That's what she looks like, and she dances to heavy metal songs. Mm -hmm. Also, something I should mention about this movie, the soundtrack is stellar. It is like a Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, where Hmm. it is song back-to-back, but it's a hit each time. And I was never... It just kept the movie pace going so fast. And so, wait, is this out in theaters right now? It is. Is it Regal, or do I have to go to, like, a... I went to Violet Violet Crown, but it might be in Regal. Huh. You can tell, like, it... It has potential. It's going to get nominated for some Oscars. I don't think Best Pictures in the running. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the story of her is her ex-husband. She was up against the other American female uh, professional Olympian. Mm-hmm. Um, was better than her. She was uh, planned or scheduled to place higher than her. Yeah. So she, in, patch, in passing, like mentions. I don't. I don't think Tanya Harding had anything to do with this. But anyway, her ex-husband. Breaks the knee of the other competitor. Yeah, and then gets caught. Okay, obviously. this sounds a little familiar. I and think I've heard. Yeah, this is the story. And this was national news. This yeah. was a big deal, and they let her finish. <laughs> like, um, they everyone had a feeling like she was responsible in some way for it. Yeah. Um, but they let her skate because the ratings of this like huge monstrosity was just you couldn't pass it up. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, and so look at her face, and keep in mind, Margot Robbie played her. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful it's a, it's Margot Robbie. a generous Robbie. casting <laughs> choice. Well, I mean, oh, she killed it. She was phenomenal. Um, but I will say. Margot Robbie's almost distractingly attractive. Yeah. Like, it's harder for her to play normal roles because she's just. Well, in this, it, in this, they make her look white trashy. Yeah, which like kind of. Yeah, exactly. She looks a lot... They make her look very much like Tanya Harding. Interesting. Um, That's kind of like what... uh, What's-her-name did... uh, The Mad Max... Oh, uh, Charlize Theron. Yeah, she was in a movie where she was unattractive. (laughs) Mad Max? No. Not even Mad Max. (laughs) No, no. She was in one where she played a serial killer. Oh. um, uh, Okay. Well, apparently... Okay, you're just Googling ugly Charlize Theron. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that is not a flattering picture. Yeah, I just think it's interesting when stunningly attractive people agree to do that. Well, they, they're just like, oh, I want to play a role, but I'm too stunningly attractive. <laughs> we got to dull this blade <laughs> of my hot, hot face. And they do. Yeah. Um, what does she look like in the movie? Can you show me? In, you also spelled Charlize wrong, for the record, because the viewers can't see this. Yeah, in which movie? In this movie, where she's the ugly. Yes. Has she been cast? Or that's, that's her? That's, that's her, Oh yeah. my god. You didn't even realize. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's wow. Who? This is a Rocky Dennis situation. Yeah, no, it's like they, they blotched <clears throat> up her complexion. They somehow took away her jawline, which is <laughs> so striking in many <laughs> pictures here. <laughs> well, I guess you maybe put on some weight. Yeah, sure. And then they like shaved off her eyebrows, which is a tough thing to do for anyone's looks. Yeah, and you definitely definitely, won't look attractive after that. No, no eyebrows is pretty much a death sentence. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You're just going to give it, okay. We are just Googling no eyebrows. Yeah, I I Googled no eyebrows and it's everyone looks bad. Is there any way we could show this to the audience? Um, no. (sighs) Are you sure? I mean, I guess I could put a link in the show description. (laughs) <laughs> this is the one time like we've been talking about all these other visual cues. Okay, these pictures are frightening me. I don't want to yeah. look at these anymore. All right, let's, uh, let's putting you in front of a computer um, is a bit. I guess you're always on your laptop across from me, but well, I'm, I'm never not typing. Stuff, that's up, really. true. Well, unless occasionally, get, occasionally, like no. you get bored with my Marvel rant. Well, normally it's like we we're talking about a movie and neither one of us can remember a detail. So I was looking at so the look synopsis. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so i tanya is like my name is earl but with ice skating why is it called i tanya? see what i immediately thought of was like I claudius like i robot <laughs> oh no <laughs> like i comma tanya yeah not huh. i robot is just I, robot. Yeah, Robo- robot. I yeah okay yeah like an ipad yeah Eye like ton, Apple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Apple I-Tanya. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing about this movie is it starts with all of the characters being interviewed, mm-hmm. like all the, the, not the actors, not the real people. Yeah. But the, this movie was basically spliced together, the script was spliced together from interviews that they mm-hmm. all had with each other and no one really knows what actually happened. Yeah. But there's some compelling evidence to suggest that the way the movie happened is the real truth. Interesting. Anyway, this mother She had a terrible mother, like a very abusive, Mm -hmm. violent, and was like constantly like, I gave everything for you and you're not winning gold medals in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. You are a shit daughter. Yeah. But this mother is being interviewed at the very beginning of the movie with a bird on her shoulder. And she's like, this is just like... a. She just has a pet and is just constantly like picking at her hair. yeah and I'm just like this is so Christopher guest it's crazy yeah. like she was straight out of yeah. um, uh, the best be- in show or the best documentaries are like that it's like yeah. what, it's like a people and you're like how how do they not know they're crazy yeah like the <laughs> that um, gray uh, it's the one there's one with a distant relatives of John JFK. Mm. It's called like Gray Gardens, I think. Uh, there's a- oh yeah 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 yes yes yes. Because yes, there's a exactly parody of documentary about. now yeah. with Bill that Hader and is Fred Armisen. Spectacular! I had but, to look up the documentary after I watched yeah, that because I was just like, surely this is like so over the top. Yeah, it's but it's insane. insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it is so like that. Yeah, just living in a mansion but in squalor. The <laughs> uh, those are crazy people. Yeah, but I love that there's someone got a camera out to film them. Yeah. And capture that. That that raw, broken humanness. (laughs) Like, this is what human is if you fuck it up. (laughs) Um, But this movie, anyway, they showed after the movie, during the credits, they showed all these actual people being interviewed. And it's the actual mother who looks just like the actress who played her. Mm. And she has a bird on her shoulder, like pecking at her hair. I'm just, this is insane! (laughs) How do you live like this? (laughs) And just like you said, like, how do people not know that they're crazy? The best character in the movie was the ex husband's best friend named... Mm-hmm. He was her bodyguard. Yeah. Um, and he was just this big, fat, m- middle-aged man who lived with his parents. Huh. And in all of his interviews in the movie, like, the FBI suspect him of breaking the girl's legs. Yeah. And he's just constantly saying, like, uh, you know, I've... I'm... He's got, like, one of those... You know, like, the World of Warcraft episode of South Park with that really fat guy, and, like, he talks and his chin barely moves because he's just so fat? Um... (laughs) But anyway, he's just talking, he's like, oh yeah, no, I used to, like, I've worked for government agencies, they've asked me to spy on other countries and stuff. And the, <laughs> the, the FBI's like, we've asked, no one has asked you to do that. And he's like, but they have. <laughs> and it, then they showed the interview clip, and it's like verbatim what he said in the movie. Yeah. I thought this movie is so over the top, like, there's no way these people are like this in real it's life. It's like, uh, it reminds me of the dumb kid from Making a Murderer. Yeah. Brandon Daszak. Yes. Like, he's that level stupid. Ugh. But with yeah. more confidence. But, Yeah. <laughs> Poor Brandon Dassey. Can we get hashtag free Brandon trending? We can't, but... (laughs) I mean, 4 million fans. Yeah. It's pretty big. I feel like they just don't have much Twitter presence. You don't think making a murder has a lot of Twitter presence? No. 4 million followers. For as colossal of a show as we have, it does not translate to Twitter. They've They've definitely messaged me if... I mean, I have gotten some tweets. Yeah. A few. Yeah, but I mean we I mean you have definitely 1% yeah, I have I, like I mean maybe even a thousand. Yeah. I mean, it's more realistically 105. But you know, people tweet at me and don't follow me. I think it's rude, mm-hmm. but they're like where's your podcast? Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. They're like I'd like to listen to it, and I'm just like, you know, throw me a bone, friend me a little. I mean, I mean maybe you, you ever thought that our four million listeners are all in, like, India or something? It's entirely possible, but then that makes me think that it's like the Silicon Valley huh. uh, episode where What's-His-Face is just promoting the company by paying Indian people to go to work <laughs> and like us a million times. And this is just some elaborate ruse uh, that Seth is playing on us. Oh, man. Mr. Moneybags. Yeah. Hiring all this Indian. Clark. Yeah. Oh, if you can hear this and that's your plan, you're we know. It's working. <laughs> But we're going to assume that's not the case. No. We have 4 million fans. Yeah, um, And maybe even 5 million after this Black Panther movie comes out. Wow. We're going to drop that episode I mean, hot. If we get another million boost like we did with Ragnarok. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's the dream. Yes, it is. In a big way. Um, I, I, I really think that that's totally possible. We just got to find a time to see it. Do you want to see it opening night? The 15th? Of uh, February? Yes. The time is bonus. Yeah, it's about probably the way. fine. Okay. I gotta we'll probably do it. My parents are coming to visit like I don't even know if they're coming. There's some show like mm-hmm. close to Charlottesville that night and I don't know if they're gonna do it, but if they do they might wanna get dinner or something. Okay. But I will tell them the Black Panther is absolutely a priority. Yeah, I mean this this podcast be, is seriously. It's bigger than yeah. that. They should know that. It's they bigger than all of that. us. <laughs> Honestly, it's bigger than Four million. Yeah, it's bigger than the Beatles. Uh, whoa, oof. Close. So we are bigger than Jesus. Yeah. So oh my god. Yeah. We are gods. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think... Uh, I was talking to this uh, to a friend about this the other day, and since we talked about the Beatles earlier today during mm-hmm. the social network bit, uh, what do you think the closest we have ever been to a modern day Beatles record? Mm, like a single Post-2000s. album? Post-2000s. Or you can say band. Or you can give me album and then band. Um... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I was unprepared for this question, so Yeah, I'd i probably know. have to think about this longer. Nope, but on the spot. You have ten seconds, I would, maybe in, less. In terms of imagination and, like, just a bunch of ideas packed together densely. Green Day, you read my mind. I would say, I, don't know, I mean, this is, the problem is this is all very biased to the things that I enjoy, sure. naturally. Okay. But I would say, like, Demon Days, hmm. the Gorillaz album. It has ideas just all through it. The, I mean, you have some wonkiness because you're, you're bringing in like all the cameos for the rap, yeah. rappers and stuff. So there's stuff that makes it different. But it's just like... A, like I feel like Beatles... Well, I mean, I guess Let It Be wasn't a concept album. But I felt like they were getting more concept albumy. So I, you still definitely have to add that unified sound across an album for it to be Beatles-esque. Sure. So I'd say something like that. Or maybe... Um, okay so what band do you think today would be well the gorillas just haven't been consistent enough for me to actually say them but I think demon days is a really good album
1: it's probably their
0: peak I don't know if I would call that a Beatles album yeah it's not beat it wouldn't it doesn't sound like the Beatles. Yes. It doesn't have the Beatles sound, but it so has. You're saying it's as innovative. Yes. Okay. Because you have to. The Beatles would if they if they keep going. like Because yeah. I could say something like "Tame Impala" because they sound mm-hmm. Beatles-esque, yeah. but I don't know if the Beatles would still be doing that if they were in 2017. Could you imagine? What would the Beatles? What would the Beatles' reaction to grunge be? Yeah. How would they? Have, I think John Lennon would have loved grunge. What would he have done with it? I don't think I can't imagine John Lennon being alive while Kurt Cobain was famous. Yeah, he would hate that. Like, that would have just been so strange. Like, would he... I could either sing, see him, like, hating Kurt Cobain uh-huh. for just being a pretentious or little collaborating, slide, Or just thinking he's really cool and it's like, oh, I like what they're doing over there in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, John Lennon lived in New York. He was an American by the end of his yeah. life. Um, so, you know, New York, Seattle, basically the same place. Him and Kurt could have hung out. Yeah, no, it would have been Cobain. interesting. The uh, Just how he would have reacted. Like, I don't even know if... I'm sure Paul McCartney must have been asked about Kurt Cobain at some point. Well, he did a song with Chris no- Novalesic, the mm. bassist from Honor yeah. and Dave Grohl. Hmm. They did, and it's called. We watched it in college because yeah, it was like a Grammys. They were debuting the song at the Grammys. Huh. It was for Dave Grohl's album, yeah, um, Sound City or whatever. Maybe. Who played bass? Paul. So what did Chris do? Good question. Oh, maybe Paul didn't. Oh, no, Paul played this weird... Chris played bass. Oh! And then I Paul played that this. weird, yeah, yeah. like, not electric guitar, but it was like a slide... It was like a cigarette box guitar. Yeah. Or a cigar box guitar. But it looked like it had less than four strings or six yeah. strings. Yeah, so he's obviously aware of Kurt Cabana. it be interesting what his yeah. reaction is, but I can't imagine knowing that reaction is not enough to know what John Lennon would have thought. Yeah. And John Lennon, it's hard to tell. Oh, could you imagine if we had those answers? All right, well, okay, so... 1969 abbey road comes Mm -hmm. out our marvel fans are loving this by the way (laughs) um 1969 this comes out uh abbey road Mm -hmm. great album yeah top to finish not really a bad song on it no uh let it be comes out after because they broke up so assuming they didn't break up let it be probably wouldn't have been released yeah so what do you think the next record after abbey road is right around 1971 or 2 um, well, I mean, I guess we're taking songs from their solo stuff. So you have, like, a couple of the best George Harrison songs off all things. Uh, Must pass. pass. Yeah, so you got, okay. like... But those songs would have been changed with the other... Yeah, the I, I don't of think My Sweet be- Lord would have been on a Beatles no, album. I do not. John would not. would. Maybe. I could see that, because that's kind of got that kookiness. Like, and imagine it with production more like Hey Bulldog. Yeah. I would think... I'm try. I think anything that George does, John and Paul would sort of. Yeah. Well, not so fast. Yeah. We're the writers here, even though George did some really great songs like something. Yeah. But you got to imagine at least two of those songs would have made it. But and I think maybe what is life? I think could be on a Beatles album. That is a very Beatlesque song. I think that one and Wawa would have made it onto the Beatles record, and then you would have. But do you think that would have changed at all? Uh, I don't know what you could have changed with what is life. I think that is just such as strong... Let John Lennon go at it. He'll fix it. Uh, <laughs> He'll find something wrong with it and make it his own. Uh, I, that So that's funny, because I think... I, I, John Lennon's so great, but yeah. I don't know how he could have made that song better. No. Like, I... It's not like one of my favorite songs of all time or anything, but it's just such a solid all the way through. Yeah, it's just a solid piece of music. There's no moment where you're like, "Ah, "What else is gonna go?" Marvel fans, if you haven't heard it, treat yourself. What is life by George Harrison? Mm -hmm. Great song. I mean, they've definitely heard it. It's in trailers and stuff. You've never heard it. All four million of you, (laughs) this is a new song to you. It didn't get because it's not in the Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy soundtrack. Yeah, uh, so they don't know. And our Marvel audience, our four million uh, India bots, only know, yeah. you know the songs that we have shown for them. Yeah. Um, But I, I think that's interesting. Do you think uh, Band on the Run would have gotten made and all that? Mm-hmm. Maybe okay. I'm amazed. Yeah, maybe I'm amazed, definitely, I, I think. Do you think that would be a Beatles yeah, song? That I, I. I wonder if John would have added, like, a bridge or something. Uh-huh. Instead of the bridge that Paul had. Because I know they did that fairly frequently yeah. during the end. They that's, switched off. That's how they'd collaborate. So, so something like that could have happened, and then you could have had a different bridge, which would have been crazy, because the ma- bridge, and maybe I'm amazed, It's a really good change-up. Yeah. Well, I love that guitar solo. Yeah. But do you think George would have played that guitar solo? He probably would have played something different. Yeah. Uh, I think... <sighs> Could you imagine? it's it's great that they broke up that's part of why they why they're so uh but could you like imagine the legacy. say they doubled or nothing it and they pulled it off. They just went for another ten years, broke up in nineteen seventy nine, mm-hmm. and they had twice as much music, but it was still the perfect body of music. I just don't perfect think, discography. Yeah, I think they had to break up. Like yeah, in nineteen seventy nine. I don't know, they just couldn't have sustained they they were they were all had too many fresh ideas to be contained into a single but musical they were, unit. They kept going up. They kept peaking. Every time you thought they would peak, they would peak even higher. Do you know the album McCartney 2? Yeah. That's just what I was thinking of. It's like, it shows kind of the progressiveness that I would have imagined the Beatles, if they were making albums all throughout. That's like, on the way to Gorillas. It's <laughs> like, Paul McCartney. Is that the one? It does Temporary Secretary yeah, or that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that song's trash. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> that is a good song. He played that live when I saw him, and temporary I was just temporary, like, secretary. <laughs> I was just like, what is this song? Yeah. And that's how I found out about McCartney, too. But, that... I yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I album. I just want to know how they would have reacted in the '80s. I think in the early '70s to late '70s, they definitely would have just kept going more or less the same. They would have. I don't think they would have gotten into the heavy metal. What side would have of been things. very interesting is would they have started touring again? Because because yeah. the rec- the the performing technology it got better, like the Grateful Dead's wall of sound and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. They would have been back at it like yeah. they probably like by the end of the 70s especially if they're still hanging out together sure they're probably getting bored they want to go out and do the stuff that they see all the other bands yeah. doing so they're traveling around like the who is or something mm-hmm. during the height of their power in like 71 or whatever yeah. life at Leeds comes out did mm-hmm. you see in 1978 there was an snl special there an snl episode and lauren michaels was on it and the musical guest like the musical guest was george harrison hmm. And Oh yeah, they Michaels goes on the on the on live television. He's like, "John and Paul, I got a $3,000 check for you if you come to play the show tonight." And yeah. they were in New York at yeah. the time, both of them. And I don't know if they saw the show, but they were definitely like, "Nah, but let's not." Yeah. <laughs> I remember they said that they thought about it. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. I mean, Ringo would have had to be there to get. What would they have played? What would your... Okay, all right, all right. I'm about to blow <laughs> your mind with some questions. Uh-huh. Marvel fans, get ready. This is going to blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. Beatles are all live today. Mm-hmm. What does their set list look like? Like, oh, if they're A playing. summer comeback tour, 2018, the Beatles oh, on the big screen. Well... Well, I thought you were going to say for SNL. And so what I was going to say is whatever George was planning on playing, <laughs> he probably would have played that. No, I'm, 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 I'm blowing your mind. Um, huh. I'm trying to think what I'd like to hear. versus Because like some songs are play great on an album, but don't play, play great, great live. On, yeah. Well, the problem is we don't know what any of those songs sound like live. Because yeah. they quit right after they started making the good studio songs. Yeah. And they couldn't replicate it live. Which is fine. They focused on albums, and they made some really, really. Yeah, so like if I was seeing the Beatles live, I'd want to hear stuff like "Hey Bulldog," and uh, uh, the Iron another the thing. Like, presumably, they're if they're stuff. coming back in 2018, they're probably all old. Yeah. So the ballad of John and Yoka. Oh. I can see like those kind of things being sounding really good. Live. All right, all right. But if I, if you're trying to give me something like. Like the continuing story of Bungalow Bill, <laughs> I don't think that goes over as well. I'm not gonna, gonna well, I'm not gonna say no to Bungalow Bill. No, I love, I love Bungalow. I would, Bill. I think that they would change it up like every night because they're the Beatles, you know. They are oh. gods. I mean, they played Hamburg for eleven hour sets or whatever. Yeah. They not and they had, was- they had like they had like four songs. Yeah. they would play ninety minute solos in Hamburg. Yeah, so now I bet they could pull off some. Uh, they could, they oh. could. They'd be quite the live act. Oh my God, Paul McCartney like he played for three hours. Yeah, he played. Five decades worth of music. Yeah. There are songs from every decade in his set. Oh, that's the, that's the most difficult part, though, is coming up with a set list for them because you're, you, by definition, you leave out favorite songs. Yeah. Of not, all, not a few people in the audience. It's like, if you go to a, uh, uh I don't know, like a counting crows concert <laughs> or something. And, and they don't play accidentally. Or Mr. Jones. Oh my god. Everyone's pissed off because those are the two songs that everyone wanted to hear. Yeah. But with the Beatles, everyone has fifty songs they <laughs> want to hear and there's just no time. That's oh, could you imagine if they played for six hours? <laughs> how and long would die. you stay? Man, yeah. then like like how Luke, much would that concert cost? Like Luke at how, the end of uh, oh my god, they just they just oh they boot out. Oh my god, <laughs> honestly, if oh, they ascend, I would pay a million dollars to see that. <laughs> I don't I don't know how I'd get it, but I would pay no less than a million dollars to see that show. Even if they offered it for less, you wouldn't. Accept I would it. not. No <laughs> million requirement. Uh, well, because how much do you think those tickets would go for? If the life if machine, it's a, if it's a one-time show, yeah, and all the world is like, like it's in London or something, so you yes. have like the richest people in the world all trying to go. It's in Liverpool. I wonder what the capacity is. They like, do, they do one at uh, is it, at it the like a cavern fa- club? They do a warm-up act, a surprise act at the cavern club. Okay, so no one's paying for that. No, it's a surprise. Everyone thinks they're seeing, and then we go uh, to whatever the biggest venue is in Liverpool. Wembley. Well, not in Liverpool. Uh, in England, yeah. Wembley is eighty thousand. Eighty thousand. Yeah. So, and the amount of people that want to go to the concert is seven billion. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. So, how much do those tickets cost? Oh man. Well, I, I obviously, we should try to get it. I love how we're making plans for these fictional <laughs> concerts, but I'm not excited about them. Yeah. Uh, we should try and sneak into that show at the Cavern Club. I think I think a nosebleed seat at a one-time Beatles reunion in Wembley Stadium. Mm-hmm. Arena, Could real, realistically cost five to ten thousand dollars? Oh my god! <laughs> I, I'm I'm curious about the logistics. Like, if that's a true assumption, because I can't imagine who wouldn't want to be there. Like, what a status event! Like, you, yeah. Like, oh, I would like hate that if the, rich people are trying to go and they don't even like the Beatles. They're Rolling Stones fans. Yeah, but no, got no, it no. it's it. like it's like the video for Queenie Eye. That's one Beatle. <laughs> and he had like Meryl Streep and Johnny yeah. Depp yeah. and all those people, just <laughs> who just wanted to be in the video for like a couple seconds in for this Beatle. song. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's not even Lennon's not there. Like no. like the whole shebang. Yeah, how much would the well? So you think celebrities would get in it? Oh, absolutely! I think it's exclusively. Not, I mean, there's not eighty thousand notable celebrities. But they're in England. Eighty thousand. It's lot in England, people. so we gotta also buy a plane ticket to this show. Yeah. Would you? All right. So, would you if this existed? Summer of twenty eighteen. Yeah. The Beatles come back on the big screen. That's the headline of their tour for some reason. Um, would I personally do it? Five to ten times. I mean I'm not that big of a live music guy. <laughs> I probably I probably don't. Oh my god. I would do it. It's just it's such an ordeal, like traveling. Oh my god. I For hate traveling. Like. Be- would you beat yourself up after this? After you miss that? <laughs> nah. You not at all. No. Yeah. I mean I've been, I think you're just thinking that because you know that this won't happen in real life, but I want I, like suspend your belief. This is actually happening. Yeah. Ah... Uh, I mean, it's kind of like there's a lot of cool stuff that I could see if I went. To <laughs> this is the coolest live. thing you will ever see, yeah. Bar none. There's no way. I mean, I definitely want to watch it. Sure. But will probably would I Rather live watch it. it in my house. They probably live stream it, but I hate that that's an option. Yeah. Because I want if I'm gonna experience the Beatles, like obviously I would if I have the option. Imagine like, like closing "Hey Jude." Hey Jude Everyone singing "Na na na's." 80,000 people in Wembley Unreal Well, Paul McCartney I'm sure has played Wembley and done that Yeah, but (laughs) not with John Lennon there That's true, he hasn't And Paul McCartney is just floating in the air with his piano. Oh no, wires. No, no wires. No wires. He's just floating. He discovered telekinesis. Yeah, um if he you know if the Beatles are yeah. still around. They're both they're all old wizards, just oh flying around the world. That probably. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely something that's on uh, the table. Instead of Paul McCartney being all clean cut now, they would have just been they would have grown those 70s beards and just kept oh, growing, so they're all they like never Merlin landed. wizards. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't oh, I can't. <laughs> At home. this I would probably pay five thousand dollars for this show yeah like to see the Beatles like do you, do, I, I, I i I'm honestly curious I would love to know how much that ticket would go for because I wonder if because the thing is eighty thousand people is still a lot like even if you have all the noteworthy celebrities in yeah that's probably if you think of all the noteworthy celebrities in all the countries you probably have like ten twenty thousand people or something yep but there's still sixty thousand seats to fill up, and then yeah. you you'll start adding in million uh, billionaires. Sure, there's a couple. So thousand Bill Gates seats. is going. Mark yeah. Zuckerberg's going. I, I can't. Imagine this would be not a going. this would be a huge like terrorist target. could you oh, imagine the security yeah. at this event? I mean luckily you have wizards yeah wizards. bending like, the realm basically demigods <laughs> yeah you got you know essentially Dr Strange. there's your Marvel reference fans that you you got it. yeah, but if if it was nuked, the world economy would end <laughs> yeah. You think? Yeah. yeah I think where I does think, all that money go think, It doesn't disu- it doesn't get nuked. Yeah, but I just think like it just, all the world leaders are there. <laughs> Putin's there. Uh, you know the rest. Well, I, <laughs> Putin and the gang are all there. I well, just friends. I couldn't imagine Trump being there because no, he oh, would he have, would fucking he, hate it. He, he hates fun. No, no, he never would have been elected if John Lennon was. That's alive. true. John. Oh, John would have wrote a song. He would yeah. have written a "Give Peace a Chance." Yeah. Fuck Trump maybe That kind of song yeah. Like that would be The title of the song Like cause Give Peace a Chance Is a pretty stupid song I can't title. imagine John Lennon and Donald Trump being Two hey, old men race. In the same world <laughs> And they were in New York At the same time yeah. know, They must have met Little ah, like probably. socialites Yeah Could you imagine If John I would How much Alright next question how What? what you, would you no, Speaking of Bungalow Bill Earlier <laughs> Yeah Donald Trump is so the guy In Bungalow Bill Okay mm-hmm. Explain how do you know the lyrics to Bungalow yeah, Bill? Yeah, hey Bungalow Bill, what did you kill, what did you kill? Bungalow, how do I Bungalow Bill, that's it. Bungalow. Uh, can you show the audience how you're typing this right now? Yeah, no, I can just... Oh. Audio! Ah, <laughs> how do we... Oh, my God. This is so embarrassing. He went out tiger hunting with his elephant and his gun. In case of accident, he always took his mom. He's an American bullet-headed Saxon mother's son. That's Donald Trump. He's a bullet-headed Saxon mother's <laughs> Deep son. Deep in the jungle where the mighty tiger lies, Bill is a... Bill and also, elephants. he took his mom. <laughs> so, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Another Marvel reference. Brie Larson's in this song. him right between the eyes. With her lightning powers. All oh, the children sing. Uh, so, okay, so... Um, getting back to this concert where all the world oh, leaders Oh, and look at this. There's another Donald Trump line. If looks could kill, it would have been us instead of him. Ah. Uh, but it's actually about the tiger. But let's pretend it's, it's him about is Trump. A bungalow, Bill. <laughs> Maybe we should start a separate podcast on how all the Beatles songs revolve around world leaders. <laughs> <laughs> they were just secretly... That sounds like a lot of work. Let's just do it in this podcast yeah. for this episode. Um, okay, so in this concert that costs $5,000, all the world le- leaders have just been, like nuked. Yeah. <laughs> I like how that's like an inevitable. <laughs> well, I mean, could you imagine? Yeah. Everyone's going to the show. The Beatles survive because they're immortal. Mm-hmm. If, because they have sur- they have come back to life. And they cannot die at this point. Man, that's a... Uh, yeah, no, I think the economy... How do you think Marvel crashed. sucks versus all no the world it does does at that point? In that world? Yeah, in, like the, all, in the Mad Max world. I mean, I could not imagine I think we're the forefront of media cause, yeah no I, I was I was just about to say I yeah. think we're the voice of the apocalypse yes <laughs> we are the only people who have the technology we probably have some sort of ham radio set up. oh absolutely we're coordinating and all the Mad Max people are listening on their cars mm-hmm. like oh Jordan doesn't like Jessica Jones and, and this idiot is, this is an unfortunate side effect and, and one that I'm not, you know, excited to embrace. But I do think that Marvel would become some sort of religion, legend oh, yes. at that point. Like, because yep. truth and fact and stuff, those mm. are kind of wishy-washy subjects. Yeah. And so what do we have? We have this archive of this podcast that tells us of our <laughs> legendary heroes. Yeah. And we're, tell- we're talking the truth. And I'm defending... And, I'm, it's yeah. basically turned into a religion podcast. Yeah. I'm... Uh, not an atheist and you are an atheist against the Marvel gods. Yeah. (laughs) Iron Man's not real. (laughs) (laughs) He is real. Yeah. I pray to him every night. Yeah, and so then that's like the... That's the... That's the lie... On which we rebuild civilization. Yes. You're the head of the Marvels real Marvel, party, and I'm the head of the, the Marvel's. anti. Yeah. And we have a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and and we have a. Po- it's no actually- fighting. It's just well, no, because we're you know we're puppeteers. We're sure. we're lying to to make the people complacent. Well, don't tell enough. them we're lying on the air. They'll well, find this the one. Thing is, Edit that part out. The thing is. You can tell people exactly what you're going to do, and as long as they just wrap their identity around it, it doesn't matter. Just like when Donald Trump said he could walk out and shoot someone, and yeah. his followers still do it, and they still do. <laughs> that just proves it. They don't care at all. They don't. So even listening to this now, in the post-apocalypse, they're, they're quiet, they're like cold and hungry, and they're still either you know really, really Marvel uh, lovers, or they really hate it. Yeah. And it's, you know... Yeah, those are the two. Those yeah. are the two That's options. The only options. And they we have. start. We start a world war mm-hmm. based on our religion. Yeah. Marvelism. Yeah. And wait, so Donald Trump didn't show up to this. And my my of, my side wins because we don't expect any superheroes to come and save us. And y'all are just like Iron Man, please, please, <laughs> please now more than ever. <laughs> We're so. No, he'll show up. He'll show up. He we totally believe up. he's real. We don't have to prepare. Well, so I think my my side would start doing like their own vigilante. Yeah, system. But they wouldn't have superpowers. Not all heroes have superpowers. How about Daredevil? Is, hes blind. That's not a superpower. It I is definitely have as blind as he is. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, uh. There Helen Keller. She's a superhero. She's blind. Okay. Well, that's not necessarily. That's two his for powers. two. Blind to superhero. All right. Well, Pretty Helen shit. Keller's on my team. Yeah. She's also dead though. Shit. Yeah. Um. Who, what what uh, world leaders do you think? Or first of all, who's alive? Donald Trump is still alive. Which side of the the post apocalypse does he take? Um, let's see. Uh, probably, I'm gonna put him on yours because I don't want him on my side. Yeah, I think if he's on my side, though, he won't last long. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> why? <laughs> because uh, your, your people I mean just we just like, have rules about like sexual assault oh well, on your side yeah. well so does my yeah. side yeah so he's not doing. alright well, so it sounds like side. both sides yeah. he's gonna make his own side yeah and it's gonna be like DC yeah well and especially just like like bragging about like you know Oh. grabbing him by the, the yeah, pussy posse. Well, yeah, and just like, you know, he used to I mean, there's so many things with so him. Many he's, things. he's not doing well in the apocalypse. No. If there's any, any any breach in his shield of protection of being mm. a billionaire, I don't think he does well. well. money doesn't matter, because the, the world economy is destroyed after Yeah, the, and all he is is his money. We, so, yeah. no, exactly. that's a tough thing to be without it. <laughs> with, <laughs> to be nothing. Yeah, That is a tough thing to be yeah, nothing. Okay. Um... Whew this post-apocalyptic world that we painted for ourselves. Honestly, the the cause of all of it is that the Beatles stayed together and alive. And they're... They saved... Do you think the wizards from this alternate timeline knew about this inevitable apocalypse? And that's why they sent themselves... Like, they broke themselves up in 1969 Uh, to save us from this apocalypse? I never thought of that. I am... Honestly, a thousand percent sure that that's what happened. <laughs> that would be insane. Is the wizards of the Beatles uh-huh. saved the world? You. The wizards. So the Beatles themselves. Yeah, they saw into the future. No, no, they they, they lived it, and then they're like, and then they went using back the power gone. of music. Oh god. they incepted themselves. They in bill intended the it. Yeah. Oh my god. They convinced themselves. Holy shit. Yeah. I think you're onto something. Yeah. I think they, that is honest to god true. <sighs> That This is a weird first episode. <laughs> like, if you've never listened to this podcast before, yeah. it's usually just Jordan shitting on Marvel. Um, but, hey, uh, so... My final question uh-huh. regarding the Beatles, yeah. uh, before we jump into this cake, not literally, we don't have it in the room, don't only. worry, people. If only. Uh, this does look like a really tasty cake. Um, yeah. uh, Jordan will show it to you in a moment, um, but if you could just uh, point out... Mm-hmm. Um, one... I asked you to do a Beatles set earlier. Yeah. Uh and, and the tangent off that, uh, last <laughs> okay. uh, last summer, uh, the cure played a set. Uh-huh. They played the they have the record for the most encores in this venue in LA. Hmm. And um they did not play Friday I'm in love. Wow. During their entire set. They did four Encores. None of no song was Friday I'm in Love. Huh. Could you imagine being us at that concert? Our favorite Cure song being Friday I'm in love. You know they keep coming out. Hey, they're gonna play it. If if I was at that concert, I would have been Thursday because I would have fallen apart. <laughs> <laughs> Killer reference. Killer reference. Um, this is also a Cure podcast yeah. now. Um, well, it's for one song. It's, I basically know that song and Boys Don't Cry or something. Love song, you mean? Mm, I don't know if I know. Or just a love like song. heaven. I know, just like have Okay, uh, whatever worlds we say, to you, I will always love you. No. no Adele no. covers it. You know. Huh. It. Um, so, you got me concerned now. Do you think Counting Crows go shows without playing Mr. Jones or Accidentally in Love? I believe they don't play Accidentally in Love. That I bet is they play Mr. Jones. Pull up a Counting Crows set list. From when? From recent. Well, I do want to know if they ever played accidentally in Love, Counting Live. Captain Crows, set Setlist, list, FM, 2016. Website. Sure. I mean, but, 2017 was last year. Surely they played at some point. Um, well, there it is. I mean, just go to Setlist FM and it'll come up with the most recent one. So, October 1st, 2017. Um, round here, Hard Candy, Colorblind, Good Time, Omaha, Miami, yeah, When I Dream of Michelangelo, Big Yellow Taxi, yeah, that's interesting. Friend of the Devil and Big Yellow Taxi. Back to back. Yeah. Well, Big Yellow Taxi, they did have a really popular cover on oh, in they? the 90s. did okay. Yes, they did. Um, and then they yeah. toured with Matchbox 20. That's insane. So they go, click on another set. Make sure this isn't a fluke. They do play... Okay, so on this previous set, they played Mr. Jones. Yeah, but they didn't play accidentally. Well, wow, they do a lot of covers. I kind of want to see the Counting Crows now. Okay, so it was really just the last night of the tour, they didn't play Mr. Jones? Yeah, that's could you imagine? Well, it looks like they don't play it there either. Yeah, um, we're just clicking through. Yeah, yeah, the uh, list you, right now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I none mean, of them have accidentally in love. That is a, a theme that is very. I don't. I would believe that that is no longer a popular song, um, especially at the time. Let's go fa- five pages deep. Could you like pull this up so the fans could see it? Oh yeah, here it should be appearing on their screen. Oh, fuck! Audio only podcast. There's there's, oh, there's no way. Uh, here, let me try one more time. Okay, okay. And... Nope. Oh, shit! I really thought we had it that time. um Okay, uh, so Mr. Jones is on most of these. Except the first one we looked at. So that was a bad first impression. impression. Yeah, never accidentally in love. Um, Let's go back shame. to the very last picture. Well, then, this is their first set. So 1993, they did not write accidentally in love. Um... They cover Van Morrison oh, song. Caravan. That's a good song. I wonder do, if do they you know pull Caravan? it off. No, I do not. Uh, oh, maybe song. I do. It's la <laughs> la 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 la. That's like the main okay. hook. I recognize that melody. Yeah. But, you know, it could be a Bon Jovi song that you're just screwing up. Oh but not with Van Morrison's (laughs) voice compared to Bon Jovi's sniveling little tiny voice sniveling tiny voice compared to Van Morrison yeah uh Living on a Prayer is like the '80s karaoke anthem. You have to have a booming, powerful stadium voice. No, you don't. You, you just have you. to have reverb, you no. have effects. Van Morrison could have done it. Like he could have stood Van on Morrison a stage could not say in front of Living on a Prayer. He could stand on a stage and you could hear it from the back nosebleeds without a microphone. No, you couldn't. <laughs> They, they say Van Morrison, much like the Great Wall of China, is the only thing you can hear in space. <laughs> <laughs> Do they say that? Yeah, and sound doesn't even travel through That's space. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I would like to see. I, you're just clicking arbitrarily through County Crow's satellites now. Yeah. Um, wow, this is a long one. This is 21 songs. Half of it is an acoustic Mr. Jones is here, though. And they cover So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star by The Birds. Yeah. That's a pretty good set list. Okay, so Here, let me—I can actually just type in pages. So let's go okay. in the middle. Perfect. Like page forty-seven. Okay, great. I don't—I don't know. Ooh, two thousand eight. I think that's too late. Um, we do not. Rain King is like in every one of their encores. Is that that must be a good song by them? But I doubt it. Yeah, they yeah. definitely think the people want it. When <laughs> the people are yelling for them that's the one they bring up. <laughs> oh, they end with Mister Jones on that one. Yeah. Surely Mister Jones is their most popular song. Yeah. Um, go to like eighty, eighty, oh, sixty-nine. Okay, didn't even didn't even occur to me. This that's is a yeah, funny I'm sure number. it didn't. Um, this is an acoustic set entirely. I don't think they've ever played. Can, it live. Just Google it on YouTube and then see if a video pops okay. up. Okay. Um, this this is terrible podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we can we can broadcast it to them for their. We can show it to them uh, visually. Yeah this so it's like I, it on TV. Okay. Okay, so they probably played it for Fallon or well not Fallon at the time Look at those dreads. Yeah, that's insane. Oh my god. This video is from 2015. I don't know when the set is Um, Can you he click? is a goofy looking person? He doesn't look like that now He's still got dreads, but that's just that looks like a hat like that's yeah a, Why would you do that to your hair? No, he, it's like a lion's mane <laughs> <laughs> You Adam me Eve. Yeah, that's a sign that's in the a crowd poster. Um. okay so let's uh, enough counting crows talk for this Marvel podcast mm-hmm. um, but wait doesn't that look like Will Toledo this, <laughs> yes that, that picture that we cannot show the audience apparently because yeah. we it's, are apparently an audio podcast only yeah just finding this out if you would like to look at the picture that I just showed uh, Cade it's a uh, it's the cover of Song Cycle by Van Dyke Parks yeah, of all the things that the audience has want to, wanted to look up at yeah. this point, that is the last the one. The thing is they also, also have to really know who Will me. Toledo is, who is the lead ben. singer of Car Seat Headrest. Oh, my God. We are dropping way too many I wonder pops. if Will Toledo knows who Van Dyke Parks is. Now, well, that's a question for the agents. you think he'll come on the show? Will Toledo? Uh, I was, I was my dad Van works Van Dyke with Dyke his Parks. dad. Oh, well, he's dead. No, he's not. Oh, do the Beatles bring him back? Van Dyke Parks? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um. So my final question... Uh, before we dive into a little Marvel content, mm-hmm. um, and by a little, I mean a lot. I got a lot to say yes. about this cake. It's a This is a big podcast. Um, what would your, your... The Beatles come back out on stage to play an encore. Three mm-hmm. songs. What are your encore songs? Well, what have they played so far? <laughs> name the whole set list. <laughs> name, name the encore songs and they haven't played it. Okay, I can't name the entire set list. Uh, well, I, I think it's a... a Hey Jude's a really good closer. Yep. Yep. So I'd imagine that's that's there. there. I agree with that one. Um, Hmm. Maybe I don't know if that's a big enough song. I'd like to hear Across the Universe, but I don't know if that's big enough. Yeah. I bet they do. Let it be. Yeah. That's a good closer. Uh, Let It Be next to Hey Jude. I think is they're too close. Maybe if you have another middle song that's faster. Hmm. But let it be straightened. Hey Jude, it be too much. Okay. Well, so a song in between. Yeah, do you that's think a they bit should, faster. Do you, like you think they should end with something like they played in the Cavern Club, like when Sting and Paul Simon mm. played "When Will I Be Loved"? That's interesting. They end with like "I saw her standing there," or "Love Me Do," oh, they, or "From Me to You." Yeah, it's tough because those songs, while fantastic, they don't have like what that I want to see gravitas. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's why Hey Jude's such a good closer. It's just yeah. like it and you because that's a song you sing on the way out yeah like you play you play Hey Jude the people are going down the ramps or whatever yeah. getting out of the stadium yeah. they're like fuck they're all <laughs> singing Nah, na well I would be nah, if I missed nah, Hey Jude nah, nah. that was honestly when I saw Paul McCartney and played Hey Jude that was the peak of my concert going experiences I do not think I will top that yeah that is such a phenomenal live song um Maybe they do an acoustic encore, and then they do a, a big encore. Maybe yeah. John and George come I'm out. I trying and play to some figure out where I put across the universe now, because I would love to see that in there. But it will be the last song before the before set, the list. encore. Before the encore, yeah, yeah, sorry, I could see that. Um, what about a day in the life? That's too. Nah, heavy. I think that's too heavy. Yeah. Maybe you do that early on, mm-hmm. like just to do a change-up kind of sure. song, and I'd, that's where you can put it without. Obviously, they open out. with "Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Yeah. Blueprint. That would that, be that be a great opener. Yeah, that'd be really stellar. Um, would you put a Ringo song in the encore? That's crazy. Like, like "Octopus's like, Garden." No, "Help for My Friends." Oh, hmm. I would put it because that'd be great. That'd be a great song during a reunion. I get yeah. by with a little help from my yeah. friends. Well, it's not they, He didn't write it, so it's okay. Yeah. Although I would love to see Octopus's Garden live. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, that, that's one that's like, it has to be cut, though. Because like, all no. the other stuff you got to fit in? No, I would put that over... Yellow Submarine. I'd put yeah, that over Yellow absolutely. Submarine. Absolutely. Yeah, Yellow Submarine, submarine does not iconic. get played. You think that gets played? I think it's really iconic. I don't think it deserves to be played. Yeah. I think Octopus's Garden's a better song, well, but Yellow true. Submarine is just a... That would... Do well at Wembley. Yeah. They would love Yellow Submarine. That's a pretty dumb song. Yeah, it's so dumb. We all live in a yellow. Submarine. submarine. It's, yellow, just, submarine. it's just such a kid song. Yeah. Well, hmm. I mean they made a kids movie out of it. No. Yeah. So they knew their market. No, but I they mean even the melody, anything. like the way the melody goes, dun 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 like yeah. that's very like uh dun 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 I don't know, just like all this other or like ring around the Rosie or something. Kind of that just like a non-melody it's, I wonder if they were trying to write a kid's song or they, they must in, have yeah. they inadvertently I mean anything they wanted to write they could write yeah I mean I can see myself as a songwriter writing something like that and being like when am I ever going to use yeah. this And when then I they, debut on the wiggles and then, and then you have some sort of like goofy ideas like mm-hmm. oh let's incorporate it into this thing in this kid's movie yeah, yeah. hmm is that on help what album is that on normally it's on an album uh I don't know not, maybe not help maybe Rubber Soul okay we're gonna go back to the internet again yeah. apparently yeah. this Lissa is dangerous uh, yeah this is why we can't do this <laughs> um, no that's the album you gotta do song uh, Revolver that's it that's the one hmm. I don't know why I didn't think of that after Rubber Soul what track is it it's number six revolver. it's in the middle huh I think maybe it's number six. maybe my version of Revolver doesn't have it or something. Click on Revolver. <laughs> Gay person can keep going into this visual. Well, I know that theme. I know that it's on the album. I, I think like maybe I already had it on my iPod. Oh, or something, and you just and left so it, it didn't off, duplicate or something. Oh, oh, I could see that being the case. Yeah, it's number f- six. Well, and my my mom's. Uh, CD that I originally got I all my it Beatles scratched. stuff on. Yeah, I had a scratch. Oh, shit. So I had a couple songs messed up, like another one, Dr. Robert, I know. I don't really like Dr. The, Robert. Oh, I like Dr. Robert. I don't Robert. know why that's on the album. The end of the song. That, and back. I want to tell you, that is such a weak... I mean, it, it, it picks back up with the last two songs. I think both of these are scratched, because I don't know... I'm not that familiar with I want to tell you, either. That's a dumb Harrison song. But I definitely have got to get you into my life. And yeah. of course, tomorrow never yeah. knows if that had been scratched. <laughs> well, I mean, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point of Revolver? Yeah. What an iconic peak to the end of the album. All right, is it cake time? Uh, I think we should dive into a little Marvel content. I think the fans are ready for it after after we warmed them up a bit. So first Um, big question, what are all these stones? (laughs) What do those represent? Well, uh, okay, for the layman, Jordan, Uh um, those are the infinity stones. Thanos has been collecting them the entire time. But there's only five. Um, Oh, well, actually, I do have... That's uh, not an infinite amount of stones. No, there's six stones. You stupid Total? idiot! Yes, there's six. Oh, there, there, there's the, what have there you Where have corner. you been during this podcast this whole time? Well, it's a gauntlet. I think it kind of makes sense that there'd be like five. Unless no, but there's six, six stones. You know, I've read to you all the stones on this podcast. Yeah. No, definitely. go back to the Avengers episode, people. It's there. Yeah. Um. So this is the other side of the cake. Uh. If you could just show this to the audience, mm-hmm. that would be great. It's coming up on the screen now. Okay. Great. Actually, that time it works. Really? Yeah. So they're seeing. Okay, you are welcome, people. Yeah. It's finally I'm there. Seeing that one. Um. So yeah, this is the other side of the podcast. We have three hands. Mm-hmm. One of them is Hulk, Hulk. Clearly. And then that one's Scarlet. Was, yeah. Or, not, or Black Widow. Hmm. And then and then last one I looks is Daredevil. Tell, <laughs> oh my God! Could you imagine? If it's well, it's like Daredevil. a red glove. So I don't think it's Daredevil. I can't them. see it on the angle we have. Um. Yeah, I guess the Iron Man's hand, probably. You think? They just botched it. Also, why are there three... So anyway, the reason we're doing this episode... Uh, I reached out to Jordan a week ago saying that everyone has reacted to this cake mm-hmm. picture. Um, and, you know, it's not really a big deal until Marvel sucks versus no it doesn't gets its hands on something. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we are going to tell you what the deal with this cake is and how it relates to predicting the final Avengers film. Yeah. It's got a lot of, uh, I think, very real signs. Yes. That are definitely We are going to predict the end of the movie by the time we leave here today. I I would expect nothing less. And we are going to, as soon as, a year from today, well, a year and four months, Mm -hmm. we're going to go see Avengers 4 together, and we're going to listen back to this podcast. We'll do a live commentary episode Mm -hmm. where we play this podcast and talk over it Mm -hmm. and see how right we were. Yeah. And then just end up talking about the Beatles for most of it. So, first note. Yes. He's clearly... uh, Wobbling. Falling. He's, yeah, yeah, he's he, falling back. He does not have the foothold that he might prefer. <laughs> per- uh, prefer. <laughs> a solid one. Uh, yeah, yeah. That would definitely be ideal. And, if, and, the, and the interesting thing is he's, so he's, think he's he's standing on a little square of space yep. that's being held up by mm-hmm. our three Avengers. Yeah. But they're not holding it very well, perhaps because they're not a fan of this, this fellow. Oh, you don't think? Yeah, I think they might consider him an enemy at best. The the most <laughs> favorited tweet uh, in the comments thread of this uh, tweet is, mm-hmm. so you give him the helmet on the cake, but not the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, to which a diehard fan responded, oh, you saw Avengers 4. He must have got his helmet. Or you, you saw Avengers 4. <laughs> yeah. like, and, and this whole, whole rant, uh, like, oh, so you, obviously, you must know that he gets his helmet back in yeah. Avengers 4. Um, but... He might get his helmet in Avengers 4, who knows? He could definitely be like... Like the first of Infinity Wars, him getting all the stones, and then he's God status, mm-hmm. and then they come back to fight him in the sequel. And they beat him by basically just picking him up. <laughs> and he just... he Well, they, he grabs, the they grab the space he's standing huh. on, and they How do hoist they do the that? space. What hero has the talent to do that? Uh, Obviously, it is Doctor Strange. And that's true, but <laughs> those are none of his hands. No. So you think he just he's just holding, like, holding it out, cutting out a piece of the, a piece of space, and everyone else is holding it up. Yeah, maybe that's what it. He's he's solidifying the space in his mind. <laughs> so Iron Man is is uh, not featured in this. Yeah, case? well, he's I don't dead. Think. Yeah. You think he's dead? No. <laughs> I don't really. By think. the end, by the so at the end of Avengers four, you think he lives. Oh, well, he could die by Avengers 4, but... No, no, this is... So this is the end of Avengers 4. They dun- oh, They finished filming Avengers okay, 4. okay, okay. This is... They finished filming both films. All this right. This is the Avengers 4 wrap. Mm-hmm. But so they're done. This is... They're done. Yeah. And that's what this cake represents, and that's why the internet is making a big deal, because this is how Phase 3 ends. Okay. On a wobbly piece of space. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Juggling the stones. Do you think maybe he was juggling the stones and he just sort of, yeah, fell back. Yeah. Whoops. Maybe I shouldn't have been juggling these. Yeah. Which stone is missing? I think that's important too. Well, there's six. It's over here. Oh. Wow. He's holding the blue and green one. I don't know if we know which they are by color. Um. We do. We have looked that up before. We have told the fans, and you're gonna look it up again because you don't listen to me ever. That's the problem. Well, I do, but my mind has you know limited capacity. The red one is the aether the yellow one is the vision stone the blue one is the tesseract Uh, the purple one is the guardians one power stone Uh, and then the vision oh that's the mind stone sorry loki's scepter is the mind stone and then the soul stone we have not seen time stone is doctor strange Um, wait what color is what color is soul purple so that's got to be in black panther you think? I can't imagine why well, you can't have a movie without like "Where's the Last Stone"? That's definitely <laughs> the soul. Do you think stone. that's a bit on the nose? They're, dude, they put the Soul Stone, <laughs> brother. In, you got Soul <laughs> in the one movie featuring well, lead I, African American I mean, actor but Prince does a song while well, he's dead. But he yeah. there's a Prince song that plays. Hmm. Anyone screams Soul? It's Prince. Yeah. Uh, well, I, or you know, George Clinton. Nope. Prince. President George Clinton. <laughs> Just Prince. Um, yeah, no. Black Panther's got soul. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look at this guy. Yeah, there's a picture of Josh Brolin. It is coming through to you now through your car speaker radio. With a very cartoony Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I hope that's not what it looks like in the film. Yeah, I. this is actually just prior to CGI. This is exactly oh, how God. he showed really? up on set looking like this. Really? Yeah. It looks like a badass. Yeah. Um... I would also like to point out, mm-hmm. um, the only contracts to expire after hmm. this movie's done are Chris Evans, uh, who is Captain America. Yeah, uh, Chris Hemsworth, who is Thor mm-hmm. and Agent Romanov, hmm. Black Widow. Although they have recently confirmed that they're doing or not confirmed, they are in preliminary discussions, for a Black Widow standalone film, hmm. and that is rumored to be the first one in twenty. Well, not the first. The last one in twenty twenty. Interesting. I don't know how good that sounds. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well when I heard. I heard this news because it should be a spy movie. Mm-hmm. Like a like like a Jason Bourne with kind her. Of. Yeah. And well, I, they'll probably do other female. So and do I want to see that? <laughs> I don't know. So Spider Man or Spider Man Homecoming comes out after Avengers Four. Yeah. Followed by. Guardians 3, followed by Doctor Strange 2. Mm -hmm. This is all rumored. Spider-Man 2 is the only one confirmed. Guardians 3 has been confirmed for 2020. I just assume that it's the May slot. Yeah. Doctor Strange would be the summer slot, and then Black Widow if it happens, will be in the I farm. feel like Doctor Strange doesn't have the pull of some of these other ones. Well, he's gonna have other people in this movie because remember yeah. how the first one ended with Baron Mordo saying, "I'm gonna kill all the superheroes." He just doesn't. I mean, I guess he's, fans like him, but he doesn't seem like a fan favorite as much. Well, he hasn't been around long enough. Yeah, but that movie—I like him a lot. That yeah. movie was very cool. Yeah, and I think that it will bring enough people back. I mean, as many people as Ant Man brought. Yeah, um, if not more. Yeah, uh, I, I hope Ant Man and the Wasp is better than Ant Man. I. It's a sequel. So far, all of the sequels have been better. Well, except, except for, Iron for Iron Man 2. Yeah. Um, I mean, Iron Man 3, that's your favorite Marvel film. <laughs> yeah. As we've mentioned yeah. before. Um, so, this is... So, with that in mind, keeping in mind whose contracts are expired, um, do you think Captain America's dead? Do you think Thor's dead? Ah, uh, Thor? Yes. I you think Thor is dead? Captain America... Maybe, probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Stark's co- contract apparently is not expired. I can't imagine why you'd keep him alive. Because <laughs> he's he's the he's the de facto patriarch of the Marvel Universe. Yes. What better way to have the universe actually have consequences <laughs> than to kill him? And he's he's so expensive. Yeah. Two hundred million for this movie, or for these two movies. I mean, if. If you really were gun-shy, I guess you could do a thing kind of like Batman Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises, yeah. where you think he dies, and then later it's just like, that was just my suit. Yeah. And then he's actually somewhere else. Yeah. And like, if if you really wanted to bring him back, you could leave that as a, a possibility. Yeah. I kind of think that if if they don't kill him off, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Because he's not going to be in all these... They're not going to put him in... Yeah, he can't be as big of a presence. They can't afford him. They yeah. can't afford him. Yeah. $200 million? Unless he just suddenly decides that he loves it so much that he's willing to... To do pro bono. Yeah, which he's not. No. He loves the money. Yeah. I mean, and think of all the Sherlock Holmes fans he's put on the back burner when making all of these yeah. movies. All of them. All of the Luckily, Doctor fans. Strange had his back on that one <laughs> to give some people better Sherlock content and then worse Sherlock content. <laughs> What, do you think the latest season of Sherlock is worse than Robert Downey? Sherlock? I don't know. I've just lost interest. Like, I don't... Have you seen Robert Downey, Sherlock? No. At all? None. Oh, might be a podcast idea <laughs> yeah. in the making. <laughs> I just do all Marvel-adjacent films. Yeah. The, the first two seasons of Sherlock are just good. Three is great. Yeah. I think three is my favorite. There's definitely some really cool stuff in three. The but... wedding and... I think it was just fresher the first two like that's part of the bias toward early seasons that you just can't get over is is, is, is you get the freshness of yeah, the but, show but you also get no one's figured out what they're doing like episode 2 of season 1 is terrible oh yeah and episode 5 is terrible it's so bad yeah. and then they figured it out in 3 they made 3 good episodes 2 great episodes 1 good one yeah but it also feels like they jumped the shark a little bit well yeah cause they killed off the main character and brought him back to life yeah. without explaining it yeah. spoilers yeah <laughs> Um, But he's Doctor Strange now, so that's, you know, his transgressions are in the past. Yeah. He's doing something with substance, that Mike or Benedict Cumberbatch. Doctor Strange. I watched, um, oh, you know another movie I watched? I watched a couple movies this weekend. Oh, did you? Uh, And you're just bringing it up now. Yeah. Well, I just, you know. Mid-cake discussion. Yeah. Where we're exclusively talking about cake. Yeah. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. You watch the new one? Yeah. Alright, well now we gotta do a yeah. segue about this. <laughs> okay. What did you think of this film? I, did you see On Stranger Tides? Yes. The fourth one with the mermaids. Yeah. Okay, I did not like four. What did you think about I, five? I don't even remember four. Yeah. I know I saw it, but it just trash. Did not stick in Go garbage great. film. Five? I, I thought the opening? A lot of so fun. So great. I was just like, oh, yeah. Boy, it's like, like a steep robbing in a bank. Whee! Well, And how great was Will Turner coming back? Bootstrap Bill. He's yeah. back. Yeah, and, and so all that was good. Yep. And then, like, there was a part, I don't know, like, kind of close to the end where I started to be less on board with yeah. it. it. It kind of wore thin. Yes, in a big way. But the Which first half things. I liked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was old school Pirates fun. And I think yeah. the ending, for me, 70% of the movie is I the ending. I like, I like the... Um, you just don't see that many movies doing this kind of in-your-face stunt work. Yeah. Like, this is like, it's like these are obviously sets, and here are people doing these crazy things, yeah. and it's like, and it's, just almost, it's almost old Hollywood. It's a shame they kind of, like, can't get a good of, writer anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know if I want them to, though, because part of the fun is just like how campy it is. It's like, you, they're That's performing. why I'm saying I love three Mm. Which you don't really like. Yeah, that's super campy. But I also love it because I want to get married on a pirate ship. Yeah, I, I, don't know, I just think it's funny. When, I think uh, another thing is that the the first three movies are really the the first movie was really a standalone. Then they had a pair of movies, yeah, and way. then it's two more standalones. Sequels. Yeah, and it's it, a weird trajectory, and it kind of feels like that the first three movies and arguably just the first movie alone Mm -hmm. was the story they wanted to tell. Yeah. And then... Well, I don't know, at least... I'd say the first two still feel like canon. Like they're like the real impetus, this is the big thing that these people go through. Well, soon and then all of these movies, like four and five, yeah. they're just like and the continuing yeah. adventures of these fun yeah. characters. It's like this is this is their, their happily ever after, are these romps. Yes. These, this is not the big narrative of their life. Mm-hmm. They already lived through that and that's done. Yep. And now we're just goofing. Yeah. Now we're just in phase two of like this is by the way, this is the this is like the credit sequence of all those movies. <laughs> But, I th- well, do you think they're going to bring back Davy Jones for six? Isn't he dead? They did you not watch hard. the post credits? Oh, I. Oh, I spoiled the post credits. Wow. For four million fans. Oh, it didn't even occur to oh, me that there God. was post credits. Of course, there's all. It's a Disney movie. They got all those Marvel bucks. Or did I? I, don't- I, would, I you'd remember. Yeah. If I just referenced I to. Davy Jones and you didn't realize that yeah, that was him. I must not. <laughs> that, well, I, the, the reason it's throwing me is I felt like I watched another movie that I didn't expect to have a post credit sequence and then I accidentally stumbled upon a post credit sequence. But that might have been the other movie I watched this weekend. Uh, the Captain Underpants movie. Oh god, the Nick Roll one? Yeah. Why? Oh, I thought it was a lot of fun. Did it, you read those books? Yeah. Was this around the time you were reading Harry Potter over the summer? No, I, I read those as kids. Like every like, summer? I mean, I read them when they came out, the Captain Underpants books. Yes, yeah, but did you read them? Like, what was your reading schedule like? As a kid? When you read these books. I don't know. You, well, yeah, you do. Everyone knows their reading schedule. I don't know. One of my favorite bits, though, is, you know, remember the the flip back and forth fight scenes they had in the books? I don't think I read them. Oh. Well, they had this little, they had this little gag but like, whenever there was a boss fight or something in the mm-hmm. books, um, you would hold the book down. And they'd have a two drawings back and forth, like one of a rearing back uh, to punch okay. and then one of punching. Like a comic book. Yeah, and so you'd flip back and forth and it would look like it's animated. Oh. Um, but what would always happen is you'd end up ripping the page because uh-huh. you're flipping back and forth yep. so fast. So during the last fight scene in the thing, they start to do the flip mm-hmm. and then they accidentally tear the page. Uh-huh. And it was just like, like it was, I don't know. Meta. It just felt like... It, Your childhood it, it, was well, and it just didn't take itself seriously. It knew how stupid it was okay. that there was a Captain Underpants movie. Was this on Netflix? Did you yeah, it's this? on Netflix. It is. Yeah, hmm. and it also has Thomas Middleditch, who I like a lot, as one of the voice actors. Not Tom Hiddleston, Loki. Yeah. Now, oh, Thomas be Middleditch better. of Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah, he's he's a pretty good voice for one of those characters. Yeah. And then uh, the other guy was Kevin Hart, I think, which Ugh. I was less thrilled about, but it was fine. Yeah a I mean yeah. he's a fine voice actor. Yeah, he's a he's a charismatic guy. I just don't think like he's like he's anything he's in. Yeah, well I just don't I don't think he's a good writer per se. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I think a lot of his shtick involves making funny faces. Yes. I which mean, is which is a a type of humor that I'm sure a lot of people really enjoy. I mean they definitely seem to he's none of our four million fans. He's the it's richest lowbrow. He's probably the biggest performing comedian right now. Probably. You think anyone's filling up more seats than Kevin Hart? Probably no. not. It, he's truly like the the nickelback i guess of yeah. large performing comedians um, you reminded me of another segue since we're not talking about the cake for temporarily. Oh, you didn't want to hear about the last movie i watched i thought you watched more than two yeah i watched 3 and and molly's game 4 you watched 4 movies this yeah. weekend what the last one boy. is you you will have no interest in this at all so we won't have to is talk about it Edge? no it's called alpha go it's the story of a, of a machine learning algorithm mm-hmm. that uh, took up the game of Go, the Chinese game. I don't, do you mean Chinese checkers? No, it's Go, it's different. But I have no, no idea what Go is. It's like a, you have a big board with like, I don't know what it is, like a grid of like 20 by 20 or something. And then you have little tiny uh, like black and white pieces mm-hmm. and you try to encircle the opponent's pieces with your pieces okay. so that at the end of the game you have the most territory. You're right, that sounds terrible. Anyway, it's a it's a game that like when back in the uh, '90s, I guess when they had the ch- first chess computer beat Gary Kasparov, okay, uh, they weren't even close with Go. And then you know, thirty more years pass, or twenty more years pass, and they're still not. They still weren't really that close with Go. And then all of a sudden, machine learning came around. And anyway, the story is about this uh, Korean player who's the best in the world at Go, mm-hmm. going up against the chess AI, mm-hmm. and it is like. He's like a little anime protagonist or whatever, like a little Harry Potter standing up against the, Well it's it's a, it's a documentary. Oh oh okay. it's, interesting. Uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Mm. But it, it's like he he truly the way like he looks at it in his mind. is like it's like human versus machine. Mm-hmm. It's like I gotta still prove that humans are the best. And he's so stressed out about what is really just like a, a goofy tech demo. Yeah. Like the actual consequences aren't that high, but he's yeah. just like I'm. I'm fighting for the sake of humanity's intellect versus robots. Sure. And he's like super weighed down because it's it is tough going for him. But it, <laughs> you really watched a lot of movies. Yeah. So. So, uh, Phantom Thread podcast Can we do that? <coughs> What's Phantom Thread? Uh, It looks like garbage Let me preface mm-hmm. uh, P.T. Anderson mm-hmm. Makes a Daniel Day-Lewis film Where Oh you know, So it's gonna be great No, it looks like garbage There's no way <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted to do I, this I, podcast I have Did seen it. a trailer for this it's now really a Daniel Once you said Daniel Day-Lewis I was like yeah, He makes Daniel. dresses Or yeah. some shit and we got a it's lot gonna of be amazing. We got a lot of positive feedback from the doing other than Marvel movies. Yeah. I got four people reached out. I had that morning, like I woke up to multiple texts, like saying this was a good podcast. Like maybe branch out to more than just <laughs> Marvel, because <laughs> I do have. I got my core Marvel fans. Yeah, I, this is out of four million. Mm-hmm. I, so I got my core Marvel fans, a couple yeah. people, and then I got a couple people who just will listen in on occasion, mm-hmm. and. The people who listen on occasion, they'll see, like, the fun title. Like, they did the Stan Lee one. Yeah. Like, it's not a movie. And then they'll do, like, the the Avengers, so the big Marvel films. Mm -hmm. But they saw Last Jedi, and they're like, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to listen to this. And they were like, you guys, this is so... Like, you are talking about all of, like make I mean I don't I'm not trying to jerk us off here but I'm just <laughs> but you literally are. yeah but yeah you know um, we did a really great podcast and then at the end of it like it fucking clips six times or re- yeah. it recycles like yeah uh, it just keeps repeating you have this line about Blade Runner and yeah. just like it's kind of like Blade Runner did and I'm just like oh that was weird and then it does like six more times yeah. and I'm like Oh, I was feeling so happy and proud that I accomplished <laughs> this, and everyone's like, "Yeah, you did you good. You did good, kid." No, nah, it, it. it wouldn't be us if we didn't trip over the finish line a little bit. That's a tripping over in a big way. <laughs> we didn't even get to the finish line with this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe now that this that I've talked about it in a podcast, yeah. you will just like release that one with like the you know yeah. the premium non screwed up. it is. still in line to be done. <laughs> uh, Probably, I don't know, I'll release the next podcast tomorrow. Okay. So if I'm doing it then, I can probably just export it directly yeah. afterwards. All you got to do is just make an, a second export. Yeah. Uh, speaking of other podcasts, uh, Joey's coming up this weekend. Yeah. So he's recording with us. Yeah. So we're going to do a podcast Saturday. So if you're hearing this now, expect, get ready. Expect a new episode in a week. <laughs> which will be the same weight either way for you, but yeah. much sooner for us. Yeah. Um, and we will most likely be playing a rousing game of Marvel Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. Unless we can think of something better to do. Yeah. And and stay tuned because Joey is going to give Jordan some dunk am tips. Ooh. As that's a exciting. Uh, sort of a healthy, the healthiest of us all. Yeah. Um. But that's that's in the future. Yeah. Right. So now. I guess that's also in the game we're doing. Yeah. Four player. Yeah get Stefan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. That should um, be an exciting. Yeah. I look forward to the next episode. I think it's the 3rd. F- you know, and I so. will say I took the last couple times we played lightly. Oh, know, really. I, was, I wasn't trying. I'm hoping you're but gonna I'm bring your bringing bringing my absolute A-game. So. I really I am hope so. I'm going all out. I truly hope so. Balls to the wall. Cuz I really screwed you guys hard in that last Well, game. I mean, the the thing is is last last time I I left the door open. For a surprise question like, What's the name of this mixer? Mm hmm. The cement and, mixer. But uh, in preparation for this next game, okay. I'm going to close all the gaps. I'm going to know the brands of every appliance <laughs> and every Marvel movie. I just would in love case. nothing more than if you actually prepared for this game of <laughs> Trivial Pursuit by like studying <laughs> hardcore. Yeah. Um, so that's happening. Let's do a Phantom Thread podcast. Yes. Because I absolutely. am going to hate that and you're going to love it. I think that's. I think you're gonna enjoy it. I think I Daniel think I'm Day I fucking Luke, hate it. No, Daniel I, Day I that movie is, looks so bad. He is a. He's a. He's a. Being a great actor does not save you from being in a terrible film. He's like, you know how there's like. By a, Garbage Man, P.D. Anderson. There's an event horizon yeah. to like a black hole, yep. and once you go past it, you could never possibly go yeah. back. He is that of acting and eyeballs Once your eyeballs lock onto him You can't release He's too good I'm He's a force of this movie And I'm going to destroy it in front of you Just like you've been doing With 30% of these Marvel films Because oh. you've enjoyed a majority of them Oh man These uh You didn't like I'm so excited for Phantom Thread now <laughs> I kind of forgot that it existed It's not going to be in big theaters though We're going to have to go to the Violet Crown yeah, or something It's there It's already there oh, We'll go That'll be, if we don't take a bye week next week. Well, we don't even need to go together. We just need to see it and not talk about it. But I am going to tear this movie apart. I'm so Hard. excited for that. Like, I'm gonna destroy Ugh. it. You well, have no idea. I guess in conclusion, that's what the cake was about. No, no, no. We're not done talking about the cake. Oh, but we're we're in hour twenty-two. I didn't start a segue about pirates of the fucking Caribbean. Oh man, Caribbean is All how right, I'd we, say we prom- it. We <laughs> promise. <laughs> we promise these people we will predict the end of Avengers four a year and four months later. We will do a live or not sorry uh, a a uh, mm-hmm. uh, commentary podcast on this podcast where we will talk about the rights and wrongs of how right we were about Avengers 4. Maybe this is a dumb question. Okay, probably, because it's you. Do asking. you think this umbrella is part of the cake? I don't. That is a man standing behind the cake. Uh, show that to the people real quick. Okay, I was just thinking maybe it played a play to factor at the end of Avengers 4. It does but not. Now, now that I'm seeing it, yeah, that's clearly yeah, a man's no, hand. That you was, mean, God, you're so dumb. Wow. Um, you don't so, have to lord this one up. Man. Well, I'm going to cut this. <laughs> this is, oh, man. Just bleep it out. I feel like such a doofus. <laughs> um, so we have these three hands holding up the cake. Uh it looks kind of like Thanos is towering over them. Yeah, maybe he wins. Maybe that's what this cake's Would about. Would you venture to say that this cake has nothing to do with the plot of the movie? That's crazy. Yeah, I don't think that's so, true. So so maybe instead of him falling, well we're actually standing, He's actually standing up and he's cheering. Yay! Yay! My stones. Yay! And he's he's holding, he's hoisting them aloft in joy, but in a sad face because, you know, who knows. He's a complex character. He is. Um, very much so but yeah I, I mean just visually this this cake tells me Thanos is on top hmm he wins he's the he's the and also here's another thing see so you got one layer down here mm-hmm the the cake kind of cuts off so th- this looks like the first layer but it's oh, not right. the first layer there's more this see there's one layer well there's layers I'm looking at this other picture and it just ends right there yeah so it's this it's one layer uh-huh. two layers I wish I got a better angle of that third hand. Yeah, that a hand layer mm-hmm. than the layer he's standing on. How many layers is that? That's four layers. <laughs> Avengers 4. And wherefore art thou Thanos? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> on top of the cake. So the top, King of the cast. The top um, tweets on Twitter that are identifying what this cake represents. Three arms equals three survived. Oh no, maybe not. Three arms equals three heroes that save the day. Three arms equals three people lost. Three arms equals three Avenger teams. Three arms equals third Avenger movie. The problem with all of those is there's no way Black Widow is that critical in defeating Thanos because she is a person. But I still and not f- a god. They got <laughs> like half of the universe. Is. <laughs> but I bet they're gonna give it. Like two people will be gods. Like Hulk is a demigod yeah. kind of. And then oh. they'll give one human. Like Star Lord, they'll give. He'll do some important yeah. stuff. I, but he's at least got chops because he's been traveling the universe, <laughs> like fighting people and stuff. Like, Black Widow's been traveling the world. Oh, the world. Oh, a little rock. <laughs> One rock. A pebble. Yeah. A pebble in this grand scheme of things. Um, oh, <laughs> someone thinks that that uh, arm belongs to Radioactive Man, the Simpson superhero. Oh. Do you think we could see some crossover? Or maybe Mr. Incredible there could be some Incredibles 2 crossover because that movie comes out around the same time as the mm. third one I have seen some crossovers with Thanos' uh, Homer so that's true I've, watch, I've seen memes maybe, as well. maybe they're not totally sold on this purple color palette and they might switch that out for a yellow um, I'm seeing a comment that says wait there are four hands Black Widow, Vision the hand on the left and then there are claws right above Vision's hand I don't see Vision's hand oh yeah these claws are those? Oh shit! So was there no arm for that hand? It's just those are claws. So that's clearly Black Panthers. Yeah, hand. that makes sense. So this, and that you can see his arm actually. So it just—it's a terrible shot where you can't see. Yeah. Huh. So that's interesting. And then what's? And the, the we have the weird yellow arm. That—that's Vision. Hulk? It's presumed. No, that the Red's vision surely. Oh, you think? Oh, maybe. Wasn't it? The, this is the Hulk's hand on the other side when we had the. Yeah, hand? that's Hulk but that's gotta be Hulk. So yeah I mean that's that's a bad period. angle for the Hulk yeah. Um. ooh someone tweeted the claw hand might be Ultron's hmm he's taking a roll at the Ultron, throne Ultron please no <laughs> James Spader back for round two just stay away forever please Ultron <laughs> wait so do you think all those people could die off I don't think they'll kill Hulk I think he hasn't been in enough films I can't believe I gave that a three and a half that was so no, you know you gave it a three okay <laughs> Three's kind of generous still. That's that's a fifty percent. Yeah. And it had a high budget. You got to give like oh. these, it had a higher budget than Pirates. You got to give these high budget movies because they're you oh. know they're paying a lot of people. Man. So I'm looking at more tweets. Um, maybe those are the ones that have movies. And what is Black Panther's powers? He's just super strong, and then he has. I claws? think he just has a suit. He's like a Batman. Oh. He's because he's just rich. Hmm. I don't think he has any superpowers. Interesting. Yeah. we. I mean, we're about to watch that movie. So so Captain America just could just beat the crap out of him. Um, like in a 1v1 fist fight. Yeah. Didn't they mean, fight in Civil War? Black Panther? Yeah. They were all fighting oh, amongst yeah. each other. I mean, they, there were no clear winner. In a fist fight, as people, yes, Captain America would win against but the even suit. even his suit. His like, suit is made of Captain America's shield. That is helpful. Yeah, that that'll absorb a lot of blows. Yeah, because it does. It, but don't. he still doesn't have any strength. Like, like uh, even with the suit, I imagine he, he could just sit there punching Captain America, and Captain America could just like yawn. Oh, sure. Like, what damage can he do? I guess it's kind of a, a case where Captain America is not strong enough to break through. He's not the, the armor. Shield would just be comparable. It would be kind of like Thor's hammer. Um, mm-hmm. So another theory is these are all the people who are getting movies. But I can't imagine Visions getting a movie. He's most certainly dying. Yeah, there's no way he could be a lead either. No. He's not engaging enough as a character. No, I don't think so. Um, Black Panther obviously is getting his own movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's before this. I'm. T- t- yeah, it, this is a funny thing because obviously wh- whoever is making decisions about this cake it, is not making decisions about the nature of the. Marvel well, Cinematic you Universe. Think, uh, the Russo brothers could have made it, <laughs> but like try out the try their hand at baking. It is funny because the bakers did have to make a bunch of decisions about yeah. what they thought whose hands should be there. Yeah, and this is the group of hands they yeah. came up with. Why? <laughs> I would love to know the meeting where they're like, we have to do this cake. What do we, What do you think we should include? Do you think they'd have? I mean, I was I was gonna say like the most just. Like pleasing, visually pleasing hands or arms, but that's but Black the Widow mystery. wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't be Black Widow or Black Panther. That is so specific. Yeah. Why did they choose that? Well, that Black is the Panther mystery. actually looks pretty cool because his claws are digging in. So that kind of has it works a little. But why bit. Black Widow? Yeah, maybe just to have a girl hand. Yeah, I guess. In this PC world that we live in, what? Yeah, I guess there there aren't enough strong women. In Marvel she's the strongest yet. women. Well, they can't Scarlet do... Witch, but she's not big enough. Yeah. And... Captain Marvel will be, like, the face of the universe, and that's Brie Larson. They really need a Wonder Woman. They got one. Brie Larson. She's going to be it. She's going to be the Wonder Woman character. I'd say it took too long, though. Shouldn't they have already had a big female? We're in phase three. Yeah, but... there, there There could have been one already. You think it would have sold well? People are asking is Black Panther going to do well? How much money do you think Black Panther is going to make? Mm, I don't First African American lead. Yeah, I don't think it'll make as much. I think it's kind of going to be an Ant-Man Doctor Strange tier. I wonder how much money those made. Probably like a couple hundred thousand, 300 to 500. Hmm. Well, we can look that up. Look that up. Okay. <laughs> we have the technology. Uh Marvel just do Doctor Strange. Or just do Doctor Strange Wikipedia and it'll come up box on the. Office. Well, I just want a list of all. Oh, of them. yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be. I wonder if this actually has it. This might just. They might it's just the list. It. No, it's just the list of all the movies. I look at that but, on the reg. But they don't have the box office next to it? How Not hard would that, that be to add? Page. We can add it right now. Well, it might be there. It might be at the bottom in a section I haven't checked. Alright, well, I'm just going to do this manually. Okay. Do it the hard way Fine uh, So the first one We're looking up Is Doctor Strange Doctor Strange And do you think Doctor Strange Made more than Ant-Man Yes $677 million. For October yeah. That's great Or November Ant-Man Ant-Aminum 500 And that that's a summer slot Doctor Strange Whooped Ant-Man's ass And Ant-Man Had a prime slot Yeah Ragnarok got $850 That's pretty good too Yeah Age of Ultron got a billion and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Nutty! It's an Avengers movie. That's why I'm saying. Do you think this could be Avatar, Avengers three or Avengers four? Depending on how a- 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 Avatar two does, mm-hmm. I think. Well, that's going to the puten- after these movies. Potential for Avatar four could be insane. Like if Avatar two is a success, and then Avatar three it- follows up, then Avatar four could be just the most gaga, insane... There's no way that Avatar ever. 2 makes that much money. I don't believe. I, will, I refuse. I think it will, just because... You people, think it'll make over $2 billion? If it's 3D, so everyone's paying the 3D prices. But it's not going to be visually... Those... Like, it was innovative at the time, but now they're just going to do the same shit. Yeah, I just... I Cameron's got the juju. <laughs> he's, got the, he's got the... Not for every imagine. movie. For his last... No, I guess not. But, but this is Avatar, I, which for whatever reason is the... A m- seller, yeah. an international seller, $2.7 I bet the, the studio execs wish they could have done a Titanic 2. <laughs> and how much do you think they wish? They're like, oh, we should have we broken into two parts. <laughs> and not the boat. The movie. Yeah, the movie well, they did, yeah. but they just made it one movie. They didn't yeah. know how box office worked in the 90s. Yeah, they didn't think that was going to be that no. good, which is crazy because it was because it's the second highest grossing movie colossal. of all time. Yeah. That, yeah, I guess I haven't I've seen that movie so. in ages. I wonder, it sucks. It does it? I watched it last summer. Yeah, I wonder what when. There's I'd a think lot of problems with it. Hmm. It's it's like a Michael Bay movie, but it's just cool that it happens on a sinking boat. Yeah, I just I think it's such a something about the Titanic is such a mind catcher because it's just like a it's like a a ye oldy time where we don't really know what it was like to live there so you get to first layer of fantasy is that you're living back in those times and second layer you're rich third layer you're on a cool boat with a bunch of like you know like the biggest boat in the world Mm -hmm. fourth layer everyone dies that's amazing (laughs) it just captures the imagination it's a it's a good movie. There are a lot of problems. plus. You got like the you got the very literal class distinctions yeah. between the layers of the ship. That's another. It's interesting It's a fine angle. idea. It's just like there's a lot. Well, of- I don't think it's a good idea because of anyone. No one was that creative to come up with it. I just think naturally as a story that existed in the world mm-hmm. to take from. I think it's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Itania was just an interesting story. Yeah. That's just like it. So it c- goes back to your conversation a few podcasts ago about you're sick of people making like. Boston bombing movies. Mm-hmm. There's been two and that just happened yeah. three or four years ago. It's but, a similar thing. I definitely think it'd be more interesting if they waited mm-hmm. another twenty years. Yeah. Or fifty years sure. or something. Or it's fresh on no. our I minds mean, on our minds. <laughs> I was It's not a disaster on the scale that the Titanic was. No. But and it so is. it's less interesting for that reason as well. Sure. But also it's more recent. It's fresh in people's you know, heads. There's going to be a a, a 9/11 movie, Titanic. Yeah, a 9/11 Titanic. You think? Yeah. You it, think it, it's, it's going to do as well? There yeah. hasn't really been a 9/11 movie. Right? There, there's been a couple that are okay, but there hasn't been like the 9/11 movie. Kind of like 9/11 like, movies have there been? Uh, incredibly loud and uh, is that about 9/11? Almost. Uh, It's about... There's a documentary. There's a lot of movies that are about, about 9-11. Okay. Like, they're about people reacting to 9-11. But there aren't that many movies that just take place, like, in the buildings. Yeah. Do you think that (sighs) story... Eventually, it'll be told. I'm just so curious what it... Like, would they turn it into a spotlight kind of story, or... I think they... I'm imagining a dumb blockbuster. Like, Titanic. Like, imagine if Titanic came out and they released Titanic immediately mm-hmm. that just seems like a tone deaf exploitation of yeah. an actual tragedy you could never do that give it they another, waited 100 years yeah give it another you know 50 years or something you think they're gonna wait There's 50 gonna, years to do a 9-11 movie no they'll do other ones before then but that'll be like the big one will be in yeah. 50 years the and, the, big and there'll be like movie. a love story shoehorned in <laughs> and there'll be the two romantic leads are running to the top of the buildings and they look at each other from across <laughs> the glass and then the towers collapse it'll be like it'll will be Imagine. It'll be insipid, it'll be gross, and anyone who would like watching it in modern sensibilities would, do, would be appalled by it. Well, I mean, it already happened, yeah. 18 years ago, or 16 years ago? Yeah. It's, it's, that's a long time ago. Yeah. So. I still think you gotta wait a bit longer before you get the, the blockbuster 9 11. You'll probably get some drama 9 11s before then that are perhaps even decent movies. So, do you think. Based on all this 9/11 Titanic mm. talk, that Avengers three will surpass Avatar. Pull up, pull up the highest grossing list while we got it right here. Mm. Highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah, let's just see it. Because Star Wars um, is creeping on up. It made the top fifty for sure. You don't want the inflation one. Okay, yeah, that's that's right. Um, so Last Jedi. Is, wow, the lowest thing on this list is. 880 and Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming Yeah, yeah I was, I've was. i been one, It was at 48 And I guess two things Knocked down Probably Last Jedi Yeah Um. So number one We have Avatar Last Jedi is 10th uh, Number two You're going way out of order Number two is Titanic mm-hmm. Three is Force Awakens So I don't think Last Jedi is going to Catch up to Force Awakens No It's An 800 million dollar Drop, dra- drop. That's insane but That's huge you, We read the comments That Professor Taylor Thought about it He is the common man that, this That's, you know, I feel like sometimes it's hard to imagine with numbers that big. Mm-hmm. But that is, the diff, the distance between those two movies is an entire Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> which is still on the highest grossing movie list. Like, that's a huge gap. Yeah. Phantom Menace is still on this list. They must have been absurdly disappointed with that. Which is crazy because it's still the 10th highest grossing movie <laughs> of all time. I don't know if they were absurdly disappointed. They made over a billion dollars. Yeah, for you, one movie. I still think you expect it to get at least seventy-five percent of the movie before it. Well, it, it'll get seventy-five percent. You think? Yeah. You think it's, it's got another 200, 400 million Yes. It'll no. I think it'll get to one point five, and that's because Force Awakens has two billion. Yeah. And it'll get to one point five billion, for sure. It's at two ninety right or, yeah, two seventy right now. Yeah. It'll get there for sure. Frozen is slightly above it. Frozen is about to need to. Oh wait, Frozen might. Yeah, Frozen's gonna have to move. Star Wars. Uh, I think kick that's it interesting. to lot. have peak. Yeah, it's very fun. Uh, trait. So the number one was Jurassic Park, then Titanic, then Avatar. They were all knocked out. And then wow. Number, number two, Return of the King peaked at number two. Phantom Menace peaked at number two. Sorcerer's Stone peaked at number two, and The Lion King. But scroll down some of this list. Let's just see. Um, so the green is active movies, if you could show that to the audience. Um, mm-hmm. That should be coming up. Okay, great. Now that um, we've got that technology sorted. Yeah, so all of them, uh, all the Marvel movies, There, are, I think there's five MCU mm-hmm. movies on the top, grossing movies, which is pretty good. D- think of how many movies on this list Disney made. Yeah. Disney is that, I think I've already said this on the podcast, Probably. but they're... They should be evil. <laughs> like I should hate them for how big they are, but at the same time, they're the happiest place on earth. Yeah, I was watching a video the other day about how they control like everything, like the county sure. that Disney World is in. I it's like it. they run all the municipal services I and bet. stuff. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, that's just weird. Would, no I, other theme park does that. That would be yeah. <laughs> they don't. No other theme park has billions of dollars. Yeah. That would be so weird. To live, to live in a town where Disney runs it. Well, you can't... There's only one place you can really live in Disney World, and it's called Celebration. No, not in Disney World, in the county. No, I know. In the county, there's only one it's place... It's that can, big? Yeah. It takes up an entire county? Yeah, it's like 27,000 acres or so. Holy like They fuck. have a whole district. That's insane. Yeah, I've well, never and, been. And he bought all the, all the land for $5 million because <sighs> he bought it using dummy accounts because if people realized Walt Disney was buying land in the area, they would have bought up, bought up yeah. all the land to resell it back to oh him. Oh, my so God. So he used a bunch of dummy things to buy up he all the land. He's a genius. Yeah. And then he died before it opened. And he gave us the MCU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I noticed... Um, The first two movies of the MCU were Iron Man and Incredible Hulk, and Disney didn't own them at that point. They made those movies, and then Disney's like, yo, we're going to get on this train. You guys are making a lot of money. And then they made Iron Man 2, which was, I'm sure, already in the making. Um, Jordan is shaking his head at Minions, which is the number 14 movie. Highest grossing film. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic Million. is number two. Avatar is number one. What a f- what a home run <laughs> for Universal. That's insane. This is That's the highest animated movie on this list. Oh well Frozen, frozen okay. okay, Frank. Thank God. Man. Both of those aren't even good animated movies. There's there's been ten animated movies uh, in the same time span. Like uh, frozen Minions has like a fifty six on Rotten Tomatoes. Frozen is at least highly Ranked, But it's not that good. No. It's not better than... It's good songs. It's not good better music. than Coco. It's not. Coco doesn't have as good a song as Let It Go. Hmm? Remember Me is good. It's good. It's not for Let It Go good. It's not going to get uh, the billions of dollars. It's only because people dollars. are dumb. That's true. It uh. is. Despicable Me 3 is number 25. Yeah. Despicable a... Me 2 is number... Th- These are the highest grossing movies. Zootopia. Universal. Like, they feel... They still feel so Pepsi to Pixar's Coke. Yeah. But... They got results. They're, they're making. They get results. Bank. <laughs> uh, I really loved Despicable Meat 1. Did you? Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was okay. I, I loved was, the first one. The rest that followed were mm-hmm, <laughs> mediocre at best. Um, well, we really need to end this episode because we're what? coming up on an hour and forty-five <laughs> on the cake episode. I mean, this is, this, is a big deal. We got, got a lot to. D- there's a lot to discuss about this cake. This is the Infinity War trailer <laughs> all over again, where we have absolutely nothing to work with, and we just blah bye, this blah cake. This is a really big deal. All right, we need to close. Okay, this. all right, all right. We we gotta gotta let's close let's this make. Down. Let's show the picture of the cake one more time. Huh? What's up? Okay, so let's let's make your final assumptions on how this movie's gonna end. So we, uh, ten two years from now, or. 16 months from now. Okay, here's my last prediction. Okay. See how he's holding the two stones? Yep. What he's actually about to do... Yep. ...is he's realized what power he has. He's okay. destroying them. Really? Yeah, he's smacking them together. They shatter into a thousand pieces. Hmm. He's the hero that we deserve, because he realized the it's too powerful. Huh. He's he's throwing the ring into Mordor. I Thanos cool. is the hero. That would be insane. He's my hero. <laughs> 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 and you're going to think that after he... Do you think he's going to be so compelling a villain that he makes you be like... All right, my question is, do you think Mm -hmm. Thanos could be one of your top ten movie villains? No. (laughs) I don't. There's zero chance. I think it's very unlikely. But there's a chance. I mean... I haven't seen the movie yet, so yes, yes, there's a chance. there's a chance. (laughs) What percent? Until I see the movie, there is a chance. What percent chance? I would say it is. Up to one percent. One percent, a whole percent. Yeah, he has a one in a hundred shot oh, of maybe being a top. 10 Josh villain. Brolin, if any man can do it, Josh Brolin, come on this podcast, convince yeah. Jordan you are a force to be reckoned with. I'm trying to think what my top, top ten, 10 villains are. And, um, probably and the villain on Titanic, <laughs> the Avatar guy who's mining for the unobtanium. Well, Brolin made me think of a good villain, not that he's played. But, okay. But there was played opposite him, Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men. That's a cool villain. Yeah, he's probably he. Oh yeah, he's definitely top ten for me. Yeah. The Joker, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Oh, the girl from Gone Girl. Mm, yeah. She's top five. For she definitely me. does very good. Uh, um. Davy Jones. He's a good blockbuster villain. Yeah. Uh, He's not. They sort of ruin his character too with like the third. Kind of Daniel Day Lewis in There Will Be Blood. He's he's not really he's a villain. Basic, no, no, he's no basically a villain. Is. This is why I don't like P.T. Anderson. What are your goals, man? <laughs> Phantom Threat. Oh, I'm gonna destroy oh, Phantom Threat. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna love destroy it. Destroy it. I can't imagine I not like it. destroy it. No, you're gonna love it, but I'm gonna destroy. <laughs> it. What if I don't? Oh, then that'll be a can boring you imagine, <laughs> Can you imagine a world where I don't enjoy Phantom Threat? You still enjoy P.T. Anderson, and oh. I can also. It's the same world where you think Thanos is a compelling villain. Yeah. Um, so, my prediction for this cake that we have dedicated two hours of our lives to talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, Vision's dead. I don't know why his hand is there. Of all, even of all the hands, like do an Iron Man hand. Yeah. Why did you do? Why would you Spider do? Spider Man hand. hand. Spider Man hand. Do you think it's easier for the cake maker? These are all pretty solid colors. Yeah. Like maybe the they didn't want to do the stripes. Yeah. Of the I bet Man. that's what it is. I think we cracked the code. Lazy cake. They only did this consistent colored hands. Let's see what this this cake company's name is. <laughs> we oh yeah, get ready for a bad review. Um... Ooh. It says cakes on the bottom <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we need to read the top now Yum-ish Yum-ish cakes? They're, the logo is an Yummi-ish? octopus eating a cake Okay, now we're gonna Google yummy-ish cakes <laughs> You're misspelling it It's a lot of detective work yum cakes? Yummiest cakes, that makes way more sense um, That's a terrible thing to. Go- <laughs> now we just get a picture of delicious Looking cakes Yeah Um, Company Avengers Cake Um, No So that's just That's the same thing It's just Good looking cakes But they're Avengers themed Um, Company Yummiest cakes uh, Company LA Are they filming in LA? Uh, At some point I'm sure They were filming in New York Or Shanghai Mm, They were filming in Japan actually For the first half of the movie this is impossible. Um, yeah. Okay. So can, maybe we go back to the picture. We need to analyze pull, it more. Pull it up for the audience. We need to. Uh, we need to enhance. <laughs> can you do that with your computer, Batman, or Alfred? Yum. Yummy ish. It looks like yummy ish. Yeah. Like the the back half is. It's very an creepy. octopus eating. wait this is the highest resolution image available. Scroll back. Let's see if we can read it from farther away. You think that'll be it's good? It's going to be better resolution. Well, but not really. It's the same amount of pixels. <laughs> No, I think I'm right on this one. Um... Ooh, God, that's way too close. Um... Do you think she made the cake? This girl in the apron? I think she helped. Do you think she cried at the end of Logan? No. Ugh. I really thought she was the one. (laughs) Uh... God, I have no idea what this word is. It, uh... There's no way it exists. It's not a real company. This is so difficult to find out. Uh, If you know the name of this cake company, tweet at us live at Cinema After Hours uh, and whatever Jordan's Twitter handle is. JK Peoples. JK Peoples. Marvel sucks Mm -hmm. um, on Twitter. Uh, So I'm beginning to think that these hands are just simple colors yeah. For they're consistent, just lazy, hands. they're just lazy, lazy cake makers. Um, they didn't want to do like. I bet Kevin Feige asked for. I want a Spider Man hand. I want an Iron Man hand. I mm-hmm. want. We can't do it. Yeah, they're, they're, we they give cannot. up. We're not. We're, we're yummy. Black Panther. We're yummy ish. We're not the yummy-ish. <laughs> if that is their name, that would yeah. be such a great pun. <laughs> um, so that is my prediction. Even though it's not really a prediction, it's just more of me commenting on the cake make, cake maker. I do think this movie will end with Thanos being destroyed by the Avengers and they are pulling the ground out from underneath him just like they are in this cake and also Thanos will obviously live to the fourth movie a lot of people were curious about whether he would not or whether he would or not It clearly Yeah. why wouldn't he of course uh, clearly and that wraps it up I have been Jordan Peoples and Marvel has sucked I have been Cade Weiberg and I'm gonna fucking destroy Phantom Thread